This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, and good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a man died Monday morning after he was stabbed outside of a Wawa in South Philadelphia, police say. According to police, the stabbing happened at 4.15 a.m. in the parking lot of the store on the 1600 block of South Columbus Boulevard. The victim was stabbed in the lower abdomen and rushed to Jefferson University Hospital, where he died. Police are now using store cameras to get a better description of a possible suspect and motive. The investigation is ongoing. Police are also investigating after four men broke into a home and assaulted a man in northeast Philadelphia. That incident happened at 2.30 on the 6900 block of Horrock Street. Police say four unknown men, two of which were armed, forced entry through a basement door. They then assaulted a 41-year-old man and took approximately $28,000 in various currency from the man, $10,000 in coins, $10,000 in checks, and then $8,000 in cash. They also took the man's 2019 white Toyota with keys. Police say the men were wearing dark clothing and fled in an unknown direction. The victim refused medical treatment. No arrests were made and no weapons were recovered. Any, uh, an investigation remains active. The U.S. has almost reached the end of the full-blown pandemic and could reach immunity levels sufficient to limit the spread of the virus soon, said Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, local health officials uh, should feel comfortable ending mask mandates when uh, that happens, the White House top public health advisor said. He said such restrictions could pass into history this year. Some of that optimism has been fueled by the steady decline in daily U.S. infections. The U.S. is reporting fewer than 200,000 COVID-19 cases a day for the first time since Christmas, a USA Today analyst of John Hopkins University data shows. Case counts are less than a quarter of the peak of the current Omicron surge. The U.S., however, remains on track to reach 1 million COVID deaths in April. In sports this morning... Did I hear some new friends in there? I was in the wrong bank of the sound. I was like, okay, yeah, changing it up. We hear them every day. When you get hear one that's different, it throws you off. I was waiting for my dolphin. All right. The Los Angeles Rams are the Super Bowl champs. Caught a one-yard touchdown pass in Matthew Stratford with one minute twenty-five remaining, and the Rams held on for a twenty-three twenty win over Cincinnati. The Rams defense sacked Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, a a Super Bowl record tying seven times. The Rams earned their first NFL title since the 1999 season and their first representing Los Angeles since 1951. They did so in their new home, the $5 billion SoFi Stadium, making the Rams the second consecutive host to win the championship after Tampa Bay became the first a year ago. The Sixers, who have won two in a row and are just two and a half games behind the Miami Heat for first place in the East, are at home again tomorrow night to host the Boston Celtics over the weekend. James Harden passed his physical and officially joined the team. He is expected to make his Sixers debut tomorrow night. The Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to Pittsburgh to play the Penguins. And at the Winter Olympics, Russian teenager Camilla uh, Valieva has been cleared to compete in the women's figure skating competition despite failing a pregame drug test, setting her up for an attempt at a second gold medal in Beijing. The Court of Arbitration for Sport released its ruling that the 15-year-old favorite for the women's individual gold does not need to be suspended ahead of 
of a full investigation. I want to thank committee for allowing me. <laughs> the court gave her a favorable decision in part because she is a minor and is subject to different rules from an adult athlete. And that's what I have for you this morning. Hi, thank you very much, Kathy. Hi, how's everybody today? Doing well. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. A lot of people are going to be dragging a little bit if they went to Super Bowl parties last night. You remember that, the long-standing, what happened, started about six, seven, eight years ago, that push to make Monday a holiday after yeah. the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, a week it, from today, it is. And so there's a, a new push to have it go back another week. You know, so like, oh, have, that would be it, excellent. Have it be President's Day weekend. And that so, could work. Yeah, well, wouldn't I, that know, be if they change the number of games it, in the season? There's a, there, yeah, at some point, the NFL is probably going to go to an 18-game season, and in which case, the President's Day weekend actually be a Super Bowl weekend. Let's that do it. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. Yeah. Why, Why can't they just move President's Day up a week? Isn't, wouldn't that be easier? No, dude, no. They're very strict about that. Yeah, I thought so. Move a national yeah. holiday for, for the football. Super Bowl, right? <laughs> well, for not for the Super Bowl, but for... 330 million Americans, I think, yeah. They, they move yeah. that stuff yeah. all the time. They're just yeah. moving a day and stuff. But uh, my son's school, they, they had, like, some sort of a fundraiser, right? And if they were able to reach a certain uh, amount of money, the student council was able to pick any day off of the year. And these guys are so smart. They're like, we're going to take the day after the Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. All right, well, maybe we should get them in politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take care of all the other stuff. Yeah. Well, we welcome you. Uh, we have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a pair of VIP Mountain Fest tickets and an overnight stay at the Hilton Downtown Scranton. And this is Saturday, March 5th at Montage Mountain. Whoa! And uh, the package will include all-day lift tickets, skier, snowboard rental, Mountain Fest t-shirt, and more. The concert features the spin doctors and the Verve pipe with fireworks display following the show. That's pretty good. Yep. So we will uh, give that away. We'll do the letter of the day for the word of the week, and we'll stack them all up and give that away on Friday. So just get yourself prepared for that. And uh, besides that, we're good to go. We're obviously going to talk about the game last night. Yes. And the... uh, Commercials and everything that comes along with that, the halftime show, and so on. We will dive into that at some point, probably fairly on after we get past our entertainment report. So why don't we take a break, come back with that. We'll have a stupid question, some stuff to give to you as we're uh, getting ourselves re-fired up for a week worth of work. So hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop in-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, and then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we are going to do a super question this morning. Giveaway of four pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition. Which is, of course, going to be at the Franklin Institute. And the question that I'm going to go with this morning is for Black History Month. Another great question from our buddy Craig Legans from the comic book Gurus. Who is the first real-life astronaut to appear on Star Trek? 215-263-WMMR. Okay? Let's see if you know that answer. Who is the first real-life astronaut to appear on Star Trek? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. This person is black, hence with uh, Black History Month. There you go. You know the answer. All right, so birthdays we are going to go through today, Monday, February 14th, include 
Uh, Denai Guerrera. Is that, or is that how you say her last name? I don't Guerrera. know. Yes. Michonne from Walking Dead. And Okoyo Love from her. the uh, from um, Black Panther and Avengers. She, she was in a commercial last night. Was she in a commercial? She was. Yes. I didn't see. I tried to catch all of them. I missed a handful. She was in a. It was a commercial with Eugene Levy for a. I forget what car it was. It was Nissan turns, yeah, yeah. turns okay. into an action star. That's right. Uh, <laughs> she's awesome, dude. She, I love her. So great in The Walking Dead, and, and she could great. take over. She, she would be a suitable if you're going to replace out the Black Panther. Yeah, and go with one that like she's badass, supreme badass in that series. She's 44 years old today. Uh, Teller of Penn and Teller fame is 74, and uh, Teller hails from. From uh, Philadelphia, believe it or not. How about that? Yeah. It's fun to hear him talk still at this point in time. I know. I saw a a short uh, interview with him about uh, a book he had written about he and his father, and they they focused on his time here in Philadelphia, which I thought was pretty cool. So uh, Teller turns 74 years old today. Actress Meg Tilly has her birthday. You remember her in The Big Chill? Yep. Agnes of God, and she kind of faded out from acting for a while. Sister of Jennifer Tilly. She does stuff every now and then, I would imagine, but yeah. um, I didn't really look up uh, too much of her credits today, but she is 62. Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 fame. It is a big birthday for him today. He is 50 years old. What? I enjoyed this song when it came out. Really found it kind of fun, and, and but this is a played out song in my book. I still love it. Yeah. yeah. I still, the whole, the um, uh, Carlos's guitar oh, he's great, yeah. is fantastic. So, uh, big birthday today for Rob Thomas, 50. Anytime I hang out with my friend Dave and it happens to be a little bit warm out, he just goes, well, it's a hot one. Yep. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Carl Bernstein of Woodward and Bernstein fame. Broke the Watergate scandal. Played by, uh, was now, let me see, did Dustin Hoffman play him or Robert Redford play him? I no. think Dustin Hoffman probably no. played him. Yeah. Uh, All the president's men. Yep, he turns uh, seventy-eight today. Uh, actor Simon Pegg. Uh, we've had the fortune of having him here in the studio. He's before. great. Yep. Yeah. Um, Star Trek, uh, Mission Impossible, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, whole bunch of stuff. He's uh, he's kind of a go-to guy now as well. Uh, he is fifty-two. And then the last birthday I saw is actor Freddie Highmore, who played Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's in this movie called August Rush that I really like. Yeah. 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 He's the main kid, right? I believe okay. that's him. Um, yep. Yeah. He's uh, also in Finding Neverland. He's just uh, this guy who's got this really likable face yes. about him. Like, yeah. You look at Instantly. him, you like, that's a nice guy. You know, yeah. just like immediately that's what you think of. Oh, and what's the show? Is he the doctor? He's yeah, the, doctor. the good doctor. He's on the on spectrum. The spectrum. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, the good doctor. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he is 30 years old today. So happy birthday, everybody. Oh, and happy anniversary, Stephen. Thank Clark. you. Hey! Yes, thank you. Hey! On Valentine's Day, 25th. 25th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. Anniversary today. A big, big one. As I said, uh, I made a great decision uh, a quarter of a century ago, and my wife made a horrible decision. <laughs> I'm sure she regrets it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Who was the first real live astronaut to appear on Star Trek? And it is Melissa who's going to try and get this correct. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. So, who was the first real-life astronaut to appear on Star Trek? Mae Jemison. Mae Jemison, yeah. Jenna Jameson. No, Mae Jemison. Oh. And she was also the first black woman to travel into space. That's cool. She was on Star Trek. So, it's awesome. Melissa, hang on the line. You just got yourself four-pack of tickets to Harry Potter, the exhibition. Something magical is coming to Philadelphia. Harry Potter, the exhibition, makes a world premiere debut on Friday at the Franklin Institute. Tickets are now on sale at fi. 
www.ncpbc.edu. At the box office, uh, number one was Death on the Nile, followed by Jackass Forever. Then you have Marry Me, Spider-Man No Way Home, Blacklight, Sing 2, Moonfall, Scream, Licorice Pizza, and rounding up the top ten was The King's Man. And Death of the Nile for number one made $12.8 million. All right, we'll get into our analysis of uh, the telecast Super Bowl and everything that comes along with it in a little while. But I do have some celebrity things that do dabble a tiny bit in that. We'll start with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed a night out with his two oldest kids, Northwest and St. West, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Uh, He attended the star-studded game with North and Saint by his side. Kanye and his kids were right off of the sidelines. He took to Instagram Live before the game started to share a video of the children in their seats. And they were also with Tyga and some other friends at the game. Uh, But his big night out out came following some major social media drama. (laughs) Kanye spent the day of the Super Bowl posting multiple messages on Instagram, mostly targeting Kim and her boyfriend, Pete Davidson. Uh, Kanye insisted that Pete will, quote, never meet his children. Oh, man. He even shared an alleged text message that Pete sent him where the comedian respectfully said that he would not interfere with how Kanye and Kim raised their four kids. Kanye accused Pete of, quote, destroying his family. <laughs> oh, it was Pete Davidson that did that, huh? That was his fault. And uh, he told uh, Pete's <laughs> SNL co-star Michael Che that he would, quote, double whatever they're paying him so that he wouldn't have to look at Pete again. Wow. So yes. he's really he's really put a name on his pain and all this but he he all this is after they separated. Right. Yeah. Pete Davidson came into the picture. It's, so it's, he's projecting. It's nice to see people acting like adults. <laughs> uh you know when their children are involved and everything right. it's just wonderful to see them acting like adults. Uh Kim only publicly responded to Kanye one time earlier this month writing Divorce is difficult enough on our children, and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate the uh, situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what's best for our children, and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately, and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. If he's looking to woo her back, it's not the way to do it. It's not the way to do it. We knew and we know that this will continue to be a knockdown, drag-out thing. It's just, you know, you've You've got two juggernauts. Yeah. And then they they decide they don't want to be together, and it's going to be her slinging arrows left and right in the media, in the publicity, in the social media space, and it's that's never ever going to work things out. This almost ruined the Super Bowl for me. It did. Knowing this was going I'm sorry, on. Sorry, man. Yeah, it I'm really. Sorry, I mean, yeah. I was sitting down there trying to enjoy the whole thing, and I all this stress. We'll go through in the Kardashian camp. <laughs> We'll go through some of the breakdown of the commercials, obviously, but appearing alongside uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in an Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial, uh, the White Lotus star Jennifer Coolidge told people that she wants to create an ass candle to rival Paltrow's <laughs> oh This God. Smells Like My <laughs> Vagina Wait, who, Candle. Who said it? Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, you know what I want to do? I want to have an ass candle. I want to be the first that comes up with it. Uh, by the way, she isn't because as a gag gift, some friends of mine gave me for my birthday recently... A candle called Swamp Ass. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I was thinking, oh, that's funny. Whatever, you know. It, it's cute name. And I opened it up and smelled it, and I nearly really puked. Oh, my God. Swamp Ass? Horrible. <laughs> if you want, I'll bring it in. Man. Was it accurate? 
Real? No, it didn't smell. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'm. I've never smelled someone else's swamp ass. All I know is it is foul. I'll tell you what, liquid ass, which we used to use years ago, which was a novelty item. Yeah. Uh, it did. I wouldn't say it smelled like or what I would perceive swamp ass smelling like, but right. it was an immediate gag response. This is like that. Yeah, yeah. In the commercial, Coolidge and Paltrow join stars like Trevor Noah and Nicholas Braun as they uh, take bite out of incredible ob- inedible objects like lipstick, light lipsticks, light bulbs, and diapers in a hilarious effort to promote that Uber Eats delivers more than just food. It was a clever ad. Yeah. Uh, Paltrow even takes a bite out of her fame vagina candle. We talked about this last week, and she said this candle tastes funny while chewing it, saying, not bad, but funny. So... Uh, New Jersey Senator and one-time presidential candidate Cory Booker and actress activist Rosario Dawson have called it quits oh. on their two-plus-year no relationship. Nothing is over! Nothing! Uh, well, You're going to be my forever! These are long <laughs> re- Booker! reports. And, uh, yeah, uh, it says that uh, the split was only just confirmed to people by a source close to Booker. Uh, however, uh, it was reported by Marie Claire last fall that they were breaking up. Marie Claire! Uh, the, source, <laughs> the source told people that while the two aren't dating anymore, they do remain good friends. That's good. That's comforting. Neither was... In our time of t- uh, sadness to uh, know that they're still carrying on. Neither was uh, commenting to media yesterday. Uh, the two have uh, busy schedules, and they're frequently apart. And apparently weekly meetups, FaceTime calls, and cozy phone calls with Booker reading to Dawson and sending her music. Oh, provide, my God. Proved no match for the company. I'm swooning. Active schedule, uh, even after Dawson moved into his New Jersey home in May of 2020. Let me read you some mad lips, baby. After waiting for the initial pandemic wave to subside. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, they gave it a good run. I didn't see it going the distance. I mean, they're, you know, they're two different parts of the world. I mean, he's politics. She's, you know, uh, art and theater. And now she's part of the Star Wars legacy, too, Preston. Oh, is that getting on Star Wars yeah, series? Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it tears him apart, yeah. Uh, before that, they had been uh, quarantining separately as Dawson was spending much of the lockdown with her at-risk parents, including her father, who is battling pancreatic cancer. Oh, man. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, Johnny Depp, not Donnie Jepp. <laughs> Johnny Depp has hired making of making a murderer attorney, attorney Kathleen Zellner for his suit against Amber Heard. Here we go. So you want to talk about something like with that, that Kanye and Kim Kardashian could become if they don't watch it? Yeah. Pay attention. The news comes after Depp lost his libel suit against the son for labeling him a wife beater and after he was denied the ability to appeal this ruling. I'm never going to stop fitting. Uh, Zellner, who is helping overturn wrongful conviction, said, I have spent the last 30 plus years defending individuals who have been falsely accused of wrongdoing. Uh-huh. I welcome adding Johnny Depp. Uh, to that list and joining his dream team who share this who share this view and have some effective effectively been advocating for him have it's so effectively. yeah uh Depp has filed a 50 million dollar defamation suit against Heard uh, for the op-ed that she wrote for the Washington Post in 2018 in which the Aquaman actress describes being a victim of domestic abuse Though she doesn't mention Depp by name, he believes it's still a libelous attack want, on him. I wonder if it's a way to get addicted to um, all the legal stuff. Like, I mean, because I mean, mm. they're dropping tons of cash. Oh, yeah. Tons of cash on this. Uh, but I guess maybe it's like a gambling debt. Yeah. You know, at some point, you keep going, going, it's going to pay off. Right. It's going to pay how? off. This is going to pay off. My name and, will be clear. And you keep funneling money back into it, you know? They're both working. Yeah. 
Uh, so in 2015, Heard alleged that uh, she suffered two black eyes and a broken nose. The hands Where's of Depp. the cereal? Uh, recently, a court granted Depp access to Heard's phone, which he is hoping will prove help him prove uh, that she doctored the photos of the attack. Uh, Heard maintains that the photos are accurate. The way Depp walks around in his regular street clothes, he looks like a Mexican bandit. He really, I mean, his his look is. I think he's departed from rock and just a weird collection of things. Yeah, he's got stuff hanging yeah, off. A of lot of stuff. All over the place. It must take a good yeah. 20 minutes just That's to why he's dressed. so upset. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> jingling and jangling <laughs> and jangling crazy. And I can't walk without noise. Tie these straps. <laughs> just, what is this thing? I didn't even put this on. <laughs> it's I mean, like Jackie. Yeah. I mean, it's like 50 put, scarves putting and... all that stuff on mm-hmm. must take forever, so... Uh, this was Demetri Didman's goat. This was really sad to see this morning. Ivan Reitman, yeah, director and producer responsible for some of the most beloved comedies of all time, has passed away. He was seventy-seven years old, Aww. and he died in his sleep at his home in Montecito, California, on Saturday. Was surrounded by family. I didn't see the cause of death. He obviously was ill, and they knew it. There, there was nothing that I saw. Apparently, yeah, and I there was no yeah no lead up to this. Yeah. I met him. I met him once. No, uh, yeah, because I believe he was a producer for Evolution. Evolution. Yep, he yep. was. You're correct. Wow, you met him. I met him. I interviewed him. Legendary guy. Yeah. Uh, The filmmaker's children shared a joint statement and said, our family is grieving uh, the unexpected. It says unexpected, Steve. I'm sorry. He says surrounded by family. So, okay. Uh, They're grieving the unexpected loss of a husband, father, and grandfather who taught us uh, to always seek the magic in life. We take comfort that his work as a filmmaker brought laughter and happiness to countless others around the world. While we mourn privately, we hope those who knew him uh, through his films will remember him always. Super nice guy. Uh, he was part of that, that at that time, new wave of comedian. Yeah. Like Nash Lampoon style. Well, his, first, yeah. his first big success came in 78 with National Lampoon's Animal House, yep. which he produced. Uh, the film became uh, a classic, of course, and it led him to helming Meatballs in 1979. He directed Bill Murray in his first leading role. Uh, Reitman and Murray would go on to work together in 1981 on Stripes before teaming up with the beloved comedy horror Ghostbusters in 1984. So, yeah, he was at the heart of all of that kind of comedy. And then he produced, um, you know, what, what didn't he do Twins? With, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got the whole list here, yeah. <laughs> I liked that movie. Me too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're remaking it, right? They're, yeah, they are. Reboot, I guess? Yeah. Uh, the long way to follow up, yeah, because it's going to include Danny DeVito yeah. and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they're going to there's going to be a third, right? Uh, that was apparently another right. team yeah. off, and I forgot who they threw around as a name for that. Uh, the long way to follow up, Ghostbusters Afterlife was released last year, and that was helmed by his son, four time Oscar nominee Jason Reitman, and like Steve had said, Twins in 1988, Kindergarten Cop in 1990, Dave in '93. Junior in 94, Evolution was a movie that Casey got to see him on. My super ex-girlfriend. I kind of like that movie. It's fun. There's some of it that I didn't care for, but some of it I was like, okay, this uh, is good. When she lasers, isn't it like uh, the, the word dick on his head? So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's been a while since yeah. I've seen it. It's but, not great, but it has its moments. Uh, his final directorial effort came in 2014 with the sports drama Draft Day with Kevin Costner and Jennifer Garner. He was set to direct, uh, direct uh, Triplets, which was is the sequel, okay. and it's uh, Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Eddie Murphy. There you go. their other sibling, yeah. Uh, after news of Reitman's death broke, many stars and filmmakers took to social media, as you would imagine, to share their tributes as well as their condolences to the Reitman's family. That's sad news. Yeah, man. 
After Wells Fargo froze her accounts and claimed that she needed a guardianship, Wendy Williams filed an affidavit with the New York Supreme Court to support her attorney, Celeste McCaw's request for a temporary restraining order against the bank. In the affidavit, Williams calls a Wells Fargo advisor who expressed concern about her mental health, a disgruntled former employee who she terminated as a result of her improper conduct in relation to, quote, my accounts. In the court documents obtained by page six, Williams wrote, for more than two weeks, Wells Fargo has repeatedly denied my request to access my financial assets, which total over $7 million. I have submitted multiple written requests to Wells Fargo, and I visited various Wells Fargo branches in the South Florida area in an attempt to resolve this matter outside of the courtroom. The decision to freeze Williams' accounts came after Wells Fargo advisor Lori Schiller alleged Williams was, quote, of unsound mind. Ah, this is pretty scary. Uh, David we'd, Pikes, we'd heard rumors that she might be in early uh, stages of dementia. And then her reps have no, firmly yeah. denied that. Yeah. yeah. So David Pikus, the bank's attorney, said Wells Fargo has strong reason to believe that Williams is a victim of undue influence and financial exploitation yeah. and that there are independent third parties who share these concerns. So that's something to be worried about as well. Maybe somebody's sure. pulling the strings. Targeting her for this. And she's not in in sound mind. So. I think you need to put Johnny Depp and Kanye on this. Yeah. I think so. The, they, They'll get the bottom of it. The, the legal team of, of, of <laughs> Kanye uh, West and Depp. Depp. Yeah. <laughs> West and Depp. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Saturday, Jennifer Lopez released a music video remix that Ben Affleck made for her song On My Way from her film Marry Me. <laughs> uh, she wrote in her uh, first On the J-Lo newsletter, uh, I'm going to... I don't get that. I should be getting that. On the J-Lo. You should yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, I am going to share something very special and personal with you that normally I would only share with my inner circle. It's an early Valentine's Day present from Ben. Mm. Watching it made me think about the journey of true love, its unexpected twists and turns, and that when it's real, I'm literally gonna it cry. actually can last forever, Just she like says, Steve. Yep. Yeah. Tell um, me, did you like the video? <laughs> you will. Um, Steve and I, I both watched it. We, we both watched Marry Me over the weekend, Preston. <laughs> I chose to watch it by myself. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. I didn't it cute? hate it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. The only thing okay. I have a problem with is Owen Wilson is just entirely too ugly of a person. Seriously? Yeah. Like, so, so, so the deal is, I can't, and so I don't think he's ugly, but all you do is look at what's happening with his nose. His nose. The last time I saw it, there was a pod race down the middle of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I could use a good, uh, you know, it's romantic. I'd like to sit with my wife and watch, so I'll uh, it's, do that. It's lighter than light. Okay. It's completely superficial, but That's I right. liked it. And Sometimes other, you need that, man. Yeah. You know? I was saying to Steve, I actually, and I'm not a huge J-Lo singing fan, and yeah. I thought she sounded good in the songs. I mean, clearly it's her singing. Um, so yeah, it just it was cute. It was, it was cute. cute, and I, you know, I watched it all by myself on a Friday <laughs> As night. Did I. Yeah. So the music video features footage of Affleck and Lopez, including the two of them together from the early two thousands. The original music video came out in December, and E News reports that uh, Lopez wrote the song before the pair reunited, oh. adding to the sentiment. It's so romantic. And they were at the Super Bowl last night, and she said, "This seriously melted my heart." Seriously. seriously. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they were. They were together. They were. They were having fun. You could. You could see them there having a good time. Tell me, are you having fun? <laughs> Can you take that off? <laughs> <laughs> never, never take that off. <laughs> Can you pass me that hot dog? Can you order me a hot dog? 
You will. <laughs> you will part of that. No matter what, it's you yeah. will, right? Yeah. No matter That's what he's referencing well, to her. Batman's very decisive, yeah. and he is as well. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's very He convincing. wants what he wants. Mm-hmm. No mustard. You will. Uh, <laughs> Press that down, will you? You will. <laughs> no, you can't have it. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. And now this happened on Friday, so no, it's just huge. It after our show, they've announced the name of the baby. Completely eclipsed the Super Bowl. The newborn baby son's name is Wolf Webster. Wolf Webster. Yes. So a dictionary and a classic sitcom. So they're not married, right? Or no. are they married? No. I don't think so. All right, no. so I don't know what the last name... I guess it'll be Wolf Webster Jenner? Um, or Mellencamp. Or I don't know. Uh, the reality TV star and singer welcomed their bundle of joy to the world earlier this week, with or earlier last week, uh, with Jenner sharing a sweet photograph to Instagram of four-year-old daughter Stormy holding I'm a grandma. her new brother's uh, tiny hand. Uh, Jenner shared his name with her 310 million Instagram followers. Oh, my God. Uh, via Instagram stories. Simply. It's just about t- 10, 15 million under the entire population of the country. Yep. Uh, she had posted it simply with a, a heart. Dear so. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, in- it's terrifying. Insecure creator Issa Rae uh, was given the key to the city of Inglewood on Saturday. Take it. Shortly after her insecure character received the same honor on screen, uh, people reports that Mayor James T. Butts presented the no. key to Ray no. and called her the Queen of Inglewood at the Taste of Inglewood Festival, which was held across the street from uh, SoFi Stadium. It's really Mayor Butts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in her acceptance speech, Ray said, "I'm a little emotional. I'm trying to be a thug right now." Uh, the mayor really flabbergasted fa- flabbergasted me in that this is the first key in 114 years. It's a huge honor, and I just want to thank you all so much for your support. Thank you to the mayor. Thank you to the city of Inglewood for making it so easy for us to film here, for helping us showcase the city that I love so much. So she got the key to the city. <laughs> Pretty cool. On Saturday, comedian uh, Kathy Griffin posted a video of herself skinny dipping on Twitter, and uh, she had said six months lung cancer scan is clean, no more cancer, and wow. yes, I'm skinny dipping in the pool while shaking my boobs and butt. So what, she wrote. Uh, Griffin revealed her lung cancer diagnosis on Jimmy Kimmel Live in August of 2021. That's pretty a, good. Following a successful surgery. Yeah. yeah that yeah. she beat that. Um, and it was, I don't think she was a, a, a smoker at all. I think she just got... It, yeah, there are cancers yeah. that can uh, that can get into the lungs. That Andy Coffin have to do with smoking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the in November 2021, Griffin appeared on the show again to say that uh, she is cancer free. Said I had surgery. You're not going to believe this. So I've never smoked, but I got lung cancer in August. I had half my lung removed, and mm. I'm not even kidding. So, yep, it's official. So good for her. Uh, according to Page Six, Toby McGuire was looking for love in Hollywood on Thursday night with his longtime friend Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, as it turns out, I watched The Great Gatsby with them over the weekend. I'm a big fan of that movie. A source told the outlet that The Great Gatsby actors arrived at a club around 10.30 p.m., and a source said it was very clear that Toby was on the prowl and Leo was his wingman. Mm. Was he setting a thirst trap, Preston? Leo introduced Toby to three different blondes. However, the source said that McGuire didn't seem to have any luck, and the two left within a couple of hours. 
And they said even with Leo's help, Toby couldn't land a girl. You remember that picture of them sitting around in robes? Yeah. Uh, none of them seemed introduced uh, interested when introduced. I do. They were totally naked. Yeah. David Blaine was in that David picture. David Blaine was in the picture, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their junk was hanging out. Hang on. Leo and Toby McGuire couldn't have any luck at the club? Right. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with this story? I don't know. Something's wrong. Well, he's he's got a girlfriend, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah, but I mean, it was, yeah, but it was it was yeah. uh, uh, Toby. Toby was trying to, and, and Leo was the wingman. I mean, come on, they were, come the on, wrong were they at a gay club or something? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah they were. They 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 Are you yeah, kidding yeah. me? Like, come on, yeah, Spider Man. Uh, well, if you saw in the Super Bowl, and I'm sure you did, 12 years after Law & Order was canceled by NBC, the Emmy-winning drama will return for another season on February 24th. Deadline reports that Sam Watterson and Anthony Anderson will reprise their roles, while new faces such as Jeffrey Donovan, uh, Cameron Manheim, Hugh Dancy, and Odelia Halevi will uh, join the series as well. And they're also going to be joined by Pulsar, the robot. No way. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, writer, showrunner Rick Eade said, uh, you'll definitely see some familiar faces along the way. We're going to keep that. Uh, those names quiet right now. But, yeah, there's so many great actors who have been involved in the show, and the opportunity for them to come back in some capacity is really exciting. So I think we definitely want to find ways to bring back several of our alumni. It's, it's absolutely insane that this show was on for this long and is coming back again. Yeah, yeah. People love it. Yeah. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was happy to see this. RuPaul will host the CBS reboot of Lingo, a Wordle-esque game show that will premiere Later this year, I used to love Lingo. Lingo, yeah, yeah, because of the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just a fun game to play. Chuck Woolery was the original. I remember, host. yeah, yeah. You had you reach into this little bag and pull yep. those balls out, and me having ASMR. I love that sound of the balls rattling around right. in there. Pull my balls out, and uh, uh, it, it was a it was a lower budget game show. Yes. Like it didn't it didn't look that exciting to watch, but I. Enjoyed that gameplay, so they're bringing it back. Yeah. And, and Wordle, I think, is part of the reason that nudged them uh, to move this up. Yeah, a bit. it's fairly similar to that. Now that you uh, bring that up, yeah. Uh, so, according to Deadline, the show features teams of two contestants facing off in fast-paced puzzle rounds to guess letters that reveal seemingly simple words. At the end of each hour, one-hour episode, the two winning teams will make it through to a final showdown. Uh, where one will walk away with an additional big cash prize. I don't know when this might start up, but RuPaul, the host of that show. I played a, cool. uh, a different game over the weekend. It's called Worldle. Worldle? That's really hard World-dull. to say. World-dull. Yes. And uh, essentially, it's um, you get a, a picture of a, a country, and all you have is the outline. It's a blackout. A, 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 you know, it could take, for example, the United States. It would, you see like a picture a of the United States. Yeah, silhouette of it. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. And um, uh, it's... Really difficult, but it narrows it down. So if you guess uh, Canada, it would say, all right, you're within a 1,000 miles of it or whatever. Okay. And uh, so it just narrows it down. And I, I guessed uh, Greece for this country that it ended up being uh, Nepal. I was way <laughs> off. Uh, I thought it was Crete within Greece. Anyway, if you're a geography nerd like me, you okay. might, might want to look it up. Nice. I would suck yeah. at that. It's horribly, hard. Horribly Maybe you're bad. a savant and didn't know it. That's not my thing. I'm yeah. good at Wordle, but I would not be good at that. <laughs> no way. Uh, the muscles from Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme, will be making one last stand in Hollywood. At 61 years old, the renowned actor star, action star is uh, ready to make his retirement from film, but not before going out with a bang. He's set to star in his own biopic. Not really, but you get a sense of, of that. So Van Damme will take on his old villains one last time in the upcoming Jeremy Zag film called What's My Name? This was a... 
what he was on a sort of a reality series where he played himself. Where he played himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. So right. what's my name will feature Jean Claude Van Damme as himself. The film will dip into the actor's cinematic career and the many villains that he encountered over his fifty decades on screen. Like they're gonna bring people back or references to people That's back pretty cool. throughout his film career, the villains. Uh, furthermore, What's My Name will dive into Van Damme's personal life as well. According to Zag, the film uh, starts with Van Damme uh, left in a coma following a serious car accident. Waking up with amnesia, he is unrecognizable to everyone, including himself. And through a series of fights against some of his most iconic rivalries through his lucrative career, Van Damme will undergo an epic quest for his own identity and life meaning Leading him to one final match. Okay, let's see what they I do with it. it. Yeah, um, it. So he could then conceivably face off against Dolph Lundgren for yeah, Universal yeah. Soldier. Yes, he could. Uh, what uh, about himself? Yeah, his, his, his his double, double impact. impact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which is, by the way, next to like Hard Target, uh, the John Woo movie, uh, I love Double Impact. Mm-hmm. It's so bad and it's so great at the same time. Speaking about adding real life ideals into the film, Van Damme said that he wants the film to be like his iconic 1988 film Bloodsport, but on a higher level. He also said in the film, I'm on my way down in terms of career, and as I come out of a premiere of another action movie, I am not happy because I've been living in hotels in the past 30 years, which is actually true. And we're going to bring real elements from my real life and what happened to me. I came from Belgium all the way to Hollywood. I succeeded. I failed. I came back. So I'm walking out on this street after the premiere, and boom, a car hits me because I'm drunk. And when I wake up from the impact, I don't know what my name is, and no one recognizes me. And then they go from there. So um, let's see how it goes. Sounds Kind of interesting. If they do it right, it could be really fun. Like these partial reality things. Nicolas Cage is in a movie where he's sort of playing himself. Right. And he's he's hired by like a wealthy guy to come to a party and be Nicolas Cage. And that's the plot of the movie, basically. Okay. All right, actually, I have one more story. Uh, Kingsley Ben-Adir, uh, the breakout star of One Night in Miami, has reportedly been tapped to play Bob Marley in a biopic. About the reggae legend uh, for Paramount. They're going to focus specifically in on his Delaware years, right? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Uh, and I'm, I'm not really that familiar with the actor, but uh, I, I I love Bob Marley's yeah. story. I really want to see this to be, I want this to be a good film. And hopefully, yeah, his time in the States, I, they've got to focus in on Wilmington for a little bit, I do would you, think. Do you think there's an opportunity yeah. for a Van Damme Marley crossover? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I like your music. This depends whether they would get to this area or not if they decide to cover his entire life. Because some of these biopics will take like a little slice, right. a l- little moment, and they'll go with that. So I don't know what direction they're going to take. Uh, King Richard director, uh, Ronaldo Marcus Green, will helm the feature about the Jamaican artist who's behind the tracks. Get Up, Stand Up, One Love, No Woman, No Cry, uh, Could You Be Loved, Buffalo Soldier, all the great movies. Bob died of cancer in 1981 at the age of 36. King Richard writer Zach Balin, nominated Tuesday for an Oscar uh, for the Warner Brothers movie, will pen the screenplay. And Ziggy Marley, Rita Marley, and uh, Sedelia Marley will produce on behalf of Tough Gong, which is the uh, pretty the, cool the record label. Yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Uh, Paramount found major success with their Elton John rock biopic Rocket Man, which grossed $195 million at the global box office in the studio is readying a Bee Gees biopic with Gennett Brana attached to direct that. So, oh. some good stuff so, on the yeah. way. Give me your your bet for Barry Gibb. I know I, I have in mind. I haven't thought about it. Who do you have in mind? Steven Seagal. <laughs> 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 right? Uh, uh, yeah. No. No? Um, man, who would be a, have to be a, 
Good-looking guy with a great head of hair. Steven Seagal. You know, actually, you know who might be pretty good is Bradley Cooper. Yes. Probably be actually, it might be good. Very yeah. good. So. <laughs> All right, let's do clips. Dog is about the adventures of an army dog and his fellow army ranger. Star Channing Tatum talks about how the memory of his dog inspired the concept of the film. But we wanted to kind of make something that was uh, more in line with like what our life was together, and which was crazy and free and and adventurous and joyful. And uh, and then we. We had made a documentary for HBO about war dogs, and we kind of tried to marry the two. Big dogs running. Nope. Big dogs out. Uh, <laughs> the dog premieres in theaters on Friday. He did something, Tatum O'Neill, that I thought it was actually kind of smart. As Channing Tatum? I mean, sorry, Tatum. Yeah. Channing Tatum. A yeah. little bit of dyslexia yes. there. As he was promoting the movie, he was on with Colbert, and he said, the dog does not die at the end. Oh, he did? Oh, yes. good. He, he gave it, because there's so many people, he said, people are coming up to him saying they were not going to see the movie, not unless he's lying, but uh, that's pretty cool. All right, next clip. Julia Garner portrays imposter socialite Anna Delvey in a Netflix series called Inventing Anna. In this clip, Garner explains the real-life swindler's personality when she met her at a prison in Buffalo, New York. Here we go. You know, I knew she was going to be charming, but how uh, bubbly and charming and likable she was and how she went from darkness to lightness, like, so quick in, in a matter of seconds. And I, I, then it all kind of came together and was like, well, that's why people were gravitated towards her. Big dogs running. Big dogs out. And Mariana is now streaming on Netflix if you want to check that out. I know we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl uh, and all that stuff in the next break. One of the things they did have, they had a lot of trailers and a lot of, um, I mean, mm-hmm. there was a big push. And they, they were, you know, dropping stuff like uh, the, a lot of things that you've been waiting to see the tre- teasers and trailers for. Yeah. They premiered last night, which is pretty cool. Uh, so we will get into that. It's the entertainment report. And yes, when we return, uh, we'll dive into Super Bowl observations, clips, stuff Everything. like that. Everything. Yeah, we'll, uh, As see. if you didn't see it. Wait you thought about it and so on. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, and by the way, we're also going to go uh, live to the Beijing Winter Olympics this morning. Uh, we'll have reporter Miguel martinez Valle from NBC10 to give us a little flavor. It's, it's tradition. Every, I think since this show has existed, yeah, we've always done we it. always go live yeah. to, with NBC10 uh, to the Olympics, so we will do that. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Shine down. Lilith Czar. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Super Bowl! It's over. It's done. We had it yesterday. Uh, The... The big game, as they call it, or the Superb Owl, which was uh, making the rounds this year. Superb Owl. Uh, But uh, all in all... Uh, it, everything went well, went smooth. It would, you know what I mean? It was good. And, and Casey yeah. actually, we were talking earlier, and, and and he said kind of the way I felt. I was fine with either team winning. Yeah. Like so, a lot of people yeah. were, I, you know. And I think if you weren't in the cities of Cincinnati or I don't know what Los Angeles <laughs> thinks of the Rams, but I think a lot of people were kind of like, well, you know, I'm okay with like Matthew Stafford winning the Super yeah. Bowl or. 
the city of Cincinnati winning their first. Yeah, I was Bowl I was ever. leaning towards wanting Cincinnati to yeah. win, but Likewise, yeah. I, I'm not heartbroken that Los Angeles yep. won. And besides, uh, what I watched of it because I didn't get all the way to the end. I was sleepy and I went to bed. Pretty damn good football game, I thought. It yeah. kept moving. There were free, very few flags uh, through most of the game. It was and, pretty uh, balanced. But, you know, yeah. it, it kills me, though. It's hilarious, Preston. The coverage for that thing started at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, like leading. I mean, yeah. at a certain point, they were running out of things to say during the actual Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All of that pre-prep and the pomp and everything, and you're right in the heart of where... I mean, they're they're all the stars. The whole if you're ever going to get glitch attached to a game, oh yeah, well that it was, was this game. So yeah. so football's not my game. I really don't care about it throughout the, the the season. And and so when the Super Bowl comes around, it's it's like eh, it's not a big deal to me. I found the way for me to enjoy it because I actually enjoyed it yesterday. All right. I was by myself Ooh. watching it on TV with no one in the room but me. Oh, wow. that's the way. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. When when there's commentary from everybody and all this stuff going on at a party or whatever, I don't like that. I found out I don't like that. I actually enjoyed watching the game. Oh, good. I enjoyed uh, every bit of the entertainment that surrounded it. I, I, I got to actually take in the commercials without hearing people either laugh out loud or comment about something. So for me personally... That's the way I'm going to watch the game. I haven't I watched a Super Bowl in years without my laptop right in front of me because I, I take notes because yeah. I know we're going to talk about well, it. Well, you were live tweeting about the Super Bowl last <laughs> night, and I thought you brought up a lot of salient. Like, I couldn't disagree with anything uh, you I, brought I tried up. to make generically <laughs> obvious things. You know, yeah. uh, that's the whole purpose. If this the... guy catches the pass, then it's going to be a completed yeah, pass right, right, right here. Oh, you, you know? were really doing yeah. that? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I was being as generic as possible, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, I, I actually watched it with um, my son went to a buddy's house, so it was me and my mom, and my two daughters for a little while. My wife is in the other room, and I was like, "What's going on? Why are you over there?" Like, you know, she's like, "I don't really care about what's going on in the game." And then eventually, for the halftime show, she came back in and spent the rest of the game with us. All right. Yeah. Well, let's break down a little bit of this, people. Let's yeah. talk about it. We'll we'll start at the beginning. I didn't watch any of the pregame stuff. I watched, I watched Halle Berry's uh, pre-recorded. You know, it's 6 o'clock, it's starting now, let's get excited, here's the excitement, Likewise. You know, the, the hype video, and that, that's where I began. Look? She looked fantastic. Unbelievable. As always. And that, that football movie montage, Preston, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Then, listen, without question, some of, some of the great movies have been football, football movies. related yeah. movies. And, and Brian's song, all I need to see oh. is four seconds of it, and, and I'm a wreck. Remember the Titans, yeah. and you know, so many good movies that are uh, that, that surround the game, so that was cool. Uh, then you dive into the the pageantry on the field and every. By the way, it's cool seeing Kelsey in the background for the Dude, man. Uh, did you see what he was wearing? Stuff. No. Okay, so he's wearing a suit and flip flops. Oh, <laughs> yeah, flip flops. Yeah, he was a. Full That's on, cool. Yeah, I love that guy so much. Uh, I think they did an early yeah. tribute to John Madden, which I thought was nice. Yes, they his had his family family there, his which sons. was cool. Yep. Um, so we'll start off with the, with the official uh, pageantry, which was uh, "America the Beautiful." Yes, uh, it was sung by uh, Jeanne Aiko. Uh, Aiko, I'm not really familiar with her. She's a singer songwriter. Very, very uh, straight ahead, very low key version of "America the Beautiful," which I appreciated. That, I thought it was cool. All of the stuff was pretty, um, like, and the national anthem was pretty straight ahead. And by yeah. the way, they they miss. They put the wrong name up. I noticed uh, that for uh, Mickey Goyton. Is that how you say your yeah, name? They I, went to her. her. Is it? 
Guyton. Guyton. They went to her for the lady who sang the national anthem. I mean, the correct, the beautiful. Yeah, they mixed the names. That was up, little, so wait, so who sang flub. the national anthem? It was uh, Mickey sang the national anthem, they but put- they had put the wrong name underneath her and showed a shot of her when they said she was going to be singing "America the Beautiful." And they should have been showing the oh. other gal with the name. So they messed that up. That was a little mix up from the get go. But both of those were kind of understated, well respected. Nobody was trying to showboat it too much, and I thought that was a cool uh, way to start. We have uh, audio of the artist formerly known as Mickey Guyton <laughs> performing. So. All right, here is... Uh, we ready? All right, here we Please go. Please welcome for... We're not going to play the whole thing, all right? We'll, we have a lot, a lot of clips to play, so I'm not going to go through. the voice of an angel, Mickey Guyton. The voice of an angel. With the voice of an angel. can you... Not to jump in on the national anthem, but singing anytime where you have an, a, a stadium sound system like that, mm-hmm. you've got to make sure that the artist isn't hearing any of the stadium sound. It will throw them completely off. Yeah. It'll, it'll be like the voice jammer. Yeah. So those so in-ear monitors have really changed yes, that for absolutely. people so they can hear mainly that coming through. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, I just remember being when I was an in-arena host for the Phantoms and stuff, I'd be like... Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? What's up? Oh, my God. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have that same thing when you would do that uh, you know, I was, with the Sixers? I, I was so good at that. I was able to get a hold of that. And then when we did it here in the studio, I guess I hadn't done it in a long time. And I was not good at it. Oh, right. It does take it. some practice. That's a high part of set also with the voice of an angel. Yeah. Then there was a really cool uh, flyover. And they had, uh, they had a, a combination of planes. They had, a, they had a P-51 Mustang. They had an A-10. Uh, they had an F-16, they have an F-22, and an F-35. I thought that was really cool. So what was the prop plane in the middle? That's the P-51. Okay. That's that a was so... World War II aircraft. Yeah, I've never so, yeah. seen a prop plane fly next to jets like that before. Yeah. It was amazing. I thought that was a really cool so, way to go. What you know is is that prop plane was going as fast as <laughs> yes. it possibly could. <laughs> and the other guys were on pretty much idle as they were yeah. just going It's like on. walking your grandmother yeah, yeah, yeah. in the right. mall. Like, oh, my God. I thought that was really They neat. call it a heritage <laughs> team. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was impressive. I thought that was a unique way to do it. Uh, then you have The Rock come out. Do we have any of that? We do. We yeah. do. Okay. I was like, what is it? What is it? Why are you doing this? It, just, it, it was an add-on, and so he, he... It was a hype. Yeah. Uh, who, who, they weren't hyping me up. I mean, listen, that, and I love The Rock, but I was like, oh, these guys are standing on the field. <laughs> you know, they're like, we're just going to wait another two minutes. <laughs> I think they wanted to go with the, the, the wrestler type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know, he's Addressing great. the crowd. And he was I, excellent. Yeah. All right, let's play a little bit of that. Finally, the Super Bowl! Is time. Time for a team to unleash a soul-crushing, unrelenting defense, a head-spinning onslaught of an offense, and take care of unfinished business right here, right now. Ladies and gentlemen, the champions of the NFC, your Los Angeles Rams! At first, I thought he was just going to do the Rams, you yeah, know, like, because yeah. he's a Hollywood guy now, yeah. and I'm like, that would be... <laughs> Hate the Bengals. Yeah, right. Hate them dearly. 
Okay. I despise them! Listen from the ashes to become one of the most feared, dominant, absolutely electrifying teams in the NFL! Time to give their city their first Super Bowl win in franchise history! Ladies and gentlemen, the champions of the AFC, your Cincinnati So that was uh, that was something different. So it was a big question. Obviously, he's all jacked, you know. And, yeah, and he uh, also has done this type of stuff. It's what he, he does. It's what he does. Yeah. Like he's been, you know, the WWE. He's just so commanding right. to tens of thousands of people. So he's the perfect person to do that. Right. I just thought it was unnecessary. Yeah, they haven't. It was a little bit of pageantry, extra pageantry. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by I, the way, that, so this, the construction of this multi-billion-dollar stadium. Did I hear like they actually put in a like a little mini lake outside? Yeah, there's an artificial lake out front. And how how deep did they have to? The the, the stadium itself is sort of yeah. I mean, the dug whole, into the ground. Is it's it hundred hundred feet? Uh, they dug down yeah. hundred feet. It's an impressive yeah. facility. The stadium is it's gorgeous. It's yeah. five five billion dollar stadium. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much the lake cost, but uh, that's a lot of money. I love the fact that you can kind of see through it in parts. You can look yes. from one side and see out on the other side. And I guess the uh, the roof itself is translucent, translucent. So I don't know if if you were inside, if you could see the flyover or not. But um, uh, they get sunlight that comes in. Yeah, right. So right. is it? It's temperature controlled in there. Yeah, and it was the, one of the hottest days in LA. But that's what they were talking about yeah. leading up to it. I'm like, why? Why is that even a conversation if they can control the temperature in there? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Something to talk about about the <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl. You know, yeah. that's bizarre, right? <laughs> Um, all right, so you had that, uh, you had the hype up, and uh, anything else before the game got started? Well, oh, yeah, uh, our buddy, Billie Jean King, yes! oh did the coin flip. Yeah. I was so, that was so happy to it's see so that. Cool. And that she mentioned us I, and everything. She didn't yeah, have to. It was just no, astonishing. But, yeah, but when I saw her, I was like, There oh, is shit. a show in Philadelphia. Yeah. But she does love us. That's what I was saying. Yep. I'm like, oh my god, she loves us. We yeah. love her. She's at yeah. the Super Bowl. I thought that was that was a really cool thing. So I was happy to see her. Uh, the coin toss uh, can go awry, uh, but the, she did a great job. She's yeah. of course very adept at it. But uh, yeah, man, they sell every as you would well imagine. Every second of the Super Bowl is sold mm-hmm. from you know from. Was the, that sponsored? Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who was? Did you remember? Uh, no, who I the don't sponsors? remember. Yeah, you just barrage with sponsors. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so that, uh, game gets started, uh, and, uh, goes, you know, uh, pretty decent. I mean, the, yeah, it was, it was, you know, I, I was just happy that, uh, that it wasn't loaded with, with flags. That's what, that's one of the things that I just absolutely <laughs> I Until the very end. When you went, stand at the game. I know, when right? You when you went, went to bed, yeah. Yeah, the last drive, there were a bunch of penalties, and it, it sort of I took away from it. a little bit at the end. But, yeah, the re- rest of the game was really clean. Yeah, it kept what moving. Was the, who was the guy that, that ran on, uh, that's, to celebrate? Was uh, he a player? That was a taunting pen- Penalty. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a celebration thing. Yeah. So yeah, one one of their players who wasn't dressed, he wasn't eligible, but he was down there and he ran out and it was a really stupid thing to so you're do. Not, why? But why can't he go out there? Yeah, he wasn't. He, in he's uniform? not on the field. He's not allowed to be on the field. He wasn't suited up. If or he anything. wasn't in uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he wasn't eligible to play. So at that point, you're not allowed to can't be on the playing either. field if you're not eligible to play. And they so. lost ten yards as a result. Did they did yeah. Hargraves. Yeah, yeah. Didn't dress. So uh, yeah, I don't know why. He I- just Brought it upon himself. Yeah, I don't know if it caused anything. I, I, I don't know if it if it had any 
uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ramifications. R- ramifications. It, you know, like on the really. kickoff. Like, yeah, they, they were pinned 10 yards back, so they started at the 10 or the 15, I guess, after the kickoff. And so yeah. it, and then they ended up punting after that. Okay. So it changed field position a little bit, but not really. Okay. Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, First half, and then we get we you want well. Should we get into the commercials now, or you want to talk about the halftime show? Uh, your call. Let's. You want to roll with the commercials? Um, let's do the halftime show. Let's do the halftime show because the commercials the are, are a thing in and to themselves. So it's almost they're almost like in some cases equal to, if not more of the focus. I think they were neck and neck last. Night. I'm going to throw this out there right now. I knew maybe one and a half songs in the halftime show. I freaking loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was so good. It yeah. was. And I just, what I really dug were like all, all the memes and everything afterwards, especially with a 50 cent hanging upside down. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like Grandpa I like, Monster. I looked. I was like, is he upside down? What's happening here? He's yeah. gained weight and he's upside down. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't weight. recognize him. My brother called him 75 cent. And he put on a few pounds. <laughs> so I, I really thought, and Marissa and I were talking about this morning, I th- what I think they did is they really made it for the home viewing audience because they had this little almost like diorama setup of all these different rooms and they could focus on a different setting, a different background, a different thing for each song and as opposed to a concert for the masses there, they did it for the millions watching it yeah. all. You look at how high that stadium goes on the side. It'd be, it yeah. would be hard to drink all that in I like what they did as far as also what they were on. It was basically almost a satellite photograph of um of like a, a neighborhood, of LA. yeah, yeah. Their house. it was yeah. cool, and yeah. I think the only thing that could have made this better was a hologram uh, duet with Tupac. Tupac, <laughs> that was the uh, like I. There was re- a little Tupac tribute in there when Dr. Was Dre it? was on the piano. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. you got me. It's not my world. I it, don't it was really quick. know the music. It was so. quick. I know people wanted more, but there I was a the, little in there. I love the cars. Uh, uh, the uh, that were sitting in front of the the diorama. Like there were three uh, convertibles. They were right off front. I thought they looked really cool. And I saw them driving out onto the field in between uh, after the first half ended. You know what I love too, and I and I was I was ho- so hoping that they were going to do it at the end that they brought. All of them on the stage together, like they were all there yeah. together. I'm like, they gotta do at least, you know, one one thing together. All of them, and the they way, did, which was great. Kathy, they made a, a mention of the fact that this was the age wise the oldest. Yep. Right, uh, a collection yes. of entertainers for a halftime show. So you have a uh, 34 year old, 34 year old Kendrick Lamar, 46 year old Fifty Cent, 49 year old Eminem, 50 year old Snoop Dogg, 51 year old Mary J. Blige, 55 year old Dr. Dre. Hell's Jay Z. I don't know. Is uh, they didn't have him listed on here. Uh, he didn't, uh, no, no, he didn't perform. Oh, he didn't perform. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he was there, but he didn't perform. The group's combined age was two hundred and eighty-six. <laughs> wow. It brought like such memories back yeah. for me. I mean, the group text from like college and high school that were going off during this was. I mean, it, it it was just it brought me right back to you know end of high school, beginning of college. Yeah. So we have some of the clips. We have uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Uh, Dre started off, uh, and they did a, a medley that included California Love. All right, here we go.
You know what's interesting? Um, the halftime show, uh, usually they can, you, you're used to seeing, like, dim the lights in the stadium or whatever. Yep. You couldn't. Right. You, you know, it was too early for it. So yeah, yeah. everything was brilliantly lit up, and uh, you were seeing everything. I thought everything. it worked. Yeah. What I appreciated, too, about this show is everybody that was down there surrounding that area were all professional dancers. Yeah. It wasn't these yeah. uh, people that they allow to come in and pretend like they're oh, yeah, yelling yeah, yeah, yeah. and screaming and loving every minute of this the entire time. They didn't do the fake crowd down there. Right, right. So visually, when they were when they pulled back and they showed some upshots, uh, uh, it was really cool formations and everybody moving in unison. It was awesome, man. And it was also the they didn't over they didn't swamp the area. So yeah. you, you were you were looking at them, uh, you know, the, the actual performers. Yep. When Mary, uh, Mary J. Blige walked out, I was like, the costume? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, you know me. I lo- This was a, a performance, and, uh, you know, I loved every part of it. When, I, they, <laughs> when they went into Lose Yourself, I got goosebumps. Like, well, the, the guitar riff at the beginning of that, and, yeah. like, Eminem, Eminem coming yeah. out on it. Like, it just was... Uh, that was my favorite moment of all of it until the until the end when they all came out on the stage together. But like that beginning of Lose Yourself was pretty damn badass. I yep. just don't know why I didn't know that that song was coming because I was like, oh, I wonder what the end song you're going to do. <laughs> well, they they, they, yeah. they were supposed yeah. to call you and they they, they were going to do uh, they walked last night. Casey, they were going to do Stan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would have been great. Dido. So we have uh, oh, no, but when put when, in Dido. I uh, I love the Eminem, but when you saw Fitty Cent for the first time hanging upside down. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is going on? Eminem didn't do such a good job, though. He kept pulling the mic away, and he was still singing. Well, no, I think, listen, there were people commenting on that, and I saw he was doing it. I think that's how he does that song. I think he, here, here's a shocker. They're playing to a track, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, but I think he, he was just, he was missing the same words on purpose. Okay. Uh, you better never let it go, go. Oh. Uh, so that was. Okay, so you so think he that can, was the track. Uh, I think if you keep going, you run out of breath, you know what I mean? So, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that was, I think it was meant to be that way. Got it. And people who aren't. I think people are unjustly going after him for, for right, lip syncing right. because at the beginning part, when he's rambling on, going, "Listen, yeah. if you had one shot to do, you know, to get everything you wanted," he was obviously live because you're not lip syncing that. And and uh, Mary J. Blige, uh, there were a couple of moments where she was singing where she did run out of breath, and so she was clearly not singing to a track. Yeah, like, you could hear her breathing a couple of times, and so like she was giving it all. And then at the end of Mary J. Blige's performance, did you like notice she, it like she flopped on her back? <laughs> yeah, she was, like kind of lying on the back there. Yeah, that was a little odd. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I can't see it. So, <laughs> me not knowing my way around uh, hip hop and, and rap stars that well at all. When they went down and they had uh, the group of guys that were all dressed the same, yeah, uh, they were Lamar. all wearing this. Was that Kendrick or Lamar? Yeah. That was so cool. It was yeah. badass. It was like uh, the the step dancing uh, type thing, and, and reminded me of like um, <laughs> kind of like Malcolm X. Malcolm X, yeah, yeah, the same with, thing. Yeah, you know, they're wearing the the uniforms. That was they really were, really freaking cool. They were coordinated even to the hair color. Yeah, yeah. they all dyed their it hair. It was badass, man. Uh, we do have fifty fifty. Uh, yeah. Inverted, uh, right. I, uh, I, a heftier fitty. I thought the structure might collapse under the weight, but it did not. <laughs> Here we go. This show is sick of it. We gonna party like this sick of We gonna sick of party like this sick of And you know we don't give a fuck. It's not your birthday. Now I heard 
that he he had a, a lip sync miss up uh, oh, yeah. uh, slip a few times in this song. It was cool though. He did it all with a hoagie in one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he looked bigger when he was hanging yeah. upside down. Like when, yeah, when he got yeah, up, he, yeah. listen, he, he gave it a little weight, but he's not that bad. I gotta sit down. Uh, what do you think I, of his um the uh tank top that he's wearing? Uh what do you mean? Well just because the strap yeah, the straps are like different colored. Yeah, I don't know. It's them. I could my eyes were fixed on all the ladies dancing around him, man. I was just like hip hop wow dancers. Ooh, oh. The movements, yeah, incred- incredibly. Hot. There's one in the in that, and going back to the 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 Nelly, uh, it's getting hot in here video. Yep, mm. yep, absolutely. I think we did a, like a whole 10, 15 minute segment on that <laughs> that video. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, uh, hang on a second. Let me go to. I have a Burke <laughs> who wants to comment on something. Yo, Burke. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? So listen, I was watching the Super Bowl. I'm um, literally Preston. You spoke pretty much exactly how I look at it. I'm not into sports. I watch the Super Bowl because it's there. I actually prefer the commercials. But so this whole halftime show starts up and I'm like, oh, hey, check it out. I'm a car guy. I'm a hardcore car guy. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at these three cars and I'm like, wow, like thinking to myself, man, you know, maybe somebody lent them their cars or whatever. And three dancers jump on the hood. <laughs> and I'm like, I, 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 I froze and I go, hey, are they, are they? Are they fake? Are they, what, what are, they're jumping up and down. And I, every time, oh, oh, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? OCD. OCD. Yeah. OCD. I'm going to guess it, the car. they had nice reinforced yeah. surfaces for them to dance right. on. But I know what you're talking yeah. about, Burke. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, bud. We'll see ya. Um Yeah, I get that. Uh, that's that's one of the best halftime shows. I was I was... More entertained by that one than others in a long, long time. I thought it was really, really well done. I thought it was good. I absolutely mm. did. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I've become a fan of Mary J. Blige because she's also a really good actress. Yeah. which is kind of blowing me away. Uh, That's why I told uh, Caroline was out of the room. I'm like, yeah. Caroline, come in here. Uh. I go, it's Cha Cha from uh, or Cha Cha <laughs> from uh, Umbrella Academy. She's like, really? She's like looking at her, checking it. I'm like, yeah, that's her, man. Uh, we have a bit of hers if you want to play. Yeah, let's play a little bit. Here we go. You know what? I enjoyed um, her commercials that yeah. ran for uh, making sure that your health is, uh, you know, that you're that you're taking care of yourself. It shows right. her kind of being nervous at a at a uh, breast exam, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. What do you think they get paid for this? She Good took question. nothing for this. She said, "Really? No kidding. Yeah, that's what she said. I don't know what, uh, if that means she donated." Whatever fee, or I, in fact, I don't know, you know if what? any of them take anything. I agree. I, I think yeah. you're right, Steve, because the exposure is right, right, right. ridiculous, Marissa. So it is notorious, yeah, that uh, no halftime performer ever gets paid anything, and that's why the past few years they've been using it to announce their tours. Uh, uh, yeah. So okay. I actually texted my friend at Live Nation. I was at as soon as it started, I was like, "Tour? <laughs> Does that mean these guys are going to tour?" And he's like, "I wish we could never uh, afford all of uh, these people." Could you, could you imagine that, Bill, Marissa? What <laughs> oh. that would be? My God. They're, they're just trying to come out of COVID. They just scream up loot for this tour. Maybe right. a festival? Yeah. I don't know. 
be pretty cool. All right, and then we have some of uh, Eminem's yeah. uh, performance. And then and he did they, stand, right? They kind of like, <laughs> yeah, he did stand. <laughs> so they kind of blew up. I forgot what part, part of the walls like exploded. Right, and then right, he right. came out and, uh, and then he went in to lose yourself. <laughs> and live, they had a couple of live bands playing along with him. I thought that was pretty cool. Both him and uh, some of the other musicians. Kathy, did he color his eyebrows? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see. Okay. They're really, really dark. Well, I think he's just not blonde anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going along to his own track. As you can hear, you can yeah. hear a little bit out. It's not perfect, and, right. and uh, but he had his own track running underneath. Song for that, she'll love it. It's it's a great hype tune, man. Nice. And he, uh, his mom's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yeah, that is like <laughs> taken off the big time. Apparently, there were like a trucks delivering mom's spaghetti to uh, the to this the, event. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, all over the place. Oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, Marissa and I did agree as we talked off air that uh, the ending of it was anticlimactic. I thought so. It kind of fizzled out. Like they, they, the that's Bowl? where they oh. needed. No, no, no. The the uh, the halftime show. Right. That's where they needed the pyrotechnics. They needed a boom. They needed a, or a cooking demonstration. Or something like that. Or a cooking yeah. demonstration. Yeah, yeah. You know, where they... <laughs> Mom's oh, I don't think so. That was when they brought hey, them so all out. So this is how you break an egg. <laughs> yeah, but it, but at the very end, like, there should be a kaboom. Yeah. Like, it's right, over. Like, it, like it was like... Bring the jets kinda, back. It kind of fizzled. And we were like, oh, it's... That that was the last part of it. It's it's done now. So like we're done now. Yeah, like a sha la la la. Yeah, like that. something yeah. like that. A definitive. That's the end of it. Yeah. Well, do like with Mary J. Blige and just have a have a seizure. Yeah, <laughs> fall down and I can't sing anymore. Ride around on the ground for a while. How about like a <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah, an outro. <laughs> yeah, of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed this, but uh, the the kicker for Cincinnati, he didn't go to the locker room. Yeah, yeah. he stayed up and watched they, the whole halftime performance. Which they I showed really cool. him, and uh, they were they were, thought it was hilarious. Yeah. They were like, you think this guy's feeling any pressure at no. all? No, he's out there having a great time. He said, "Watch this." I love that guy. He's a rookie, by the way, and uh, Evan McPherson's his name, and and he just uh, crushed it all postseason long. The game that they won to go to the AFC Championship, he had to go out and kick like a 53-yard field goal to, to win the game. And as Joe Burrow, the quarterback, is coming off the field, Evan is running onto the field, and he just goes, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game. And then he goes off and, you know, he's a 21-year-old kid. Wow. I love what if he hadn't done it? I was wrong. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, uh, I, I overestimated my capabilities, <laughs> yeah, and I apologize to you. I felt it was incumbent upon me to tell you how sorry I was <laughs> for that braggadocia. <laughs> nice, and then uh, and then the game went on, and then uh, LA won it. There you go. Hey, 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 hey. We do, I think we do have the winning play, Marissa. Did you send that over? Yeah, we got it. All yeah. right, let's do that because we're gonna we're gonna dive into the commercials yeah. the next time we stop to talk about this. But here we go. Burrow trying to keep it going. Just spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. It looked.
looked like Piron might have had a shot to make the grab, but the Rams now. We got two plays here. Celebrate with the okay. defense. Well, they have to play. kneel afterwards. And guess who? Guess who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Do not even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When everything was on the line for the Rams, everything. Yes, we know it was Aaron Donald, but we also know it was Cooper Cup. So the two superstars on both sides of the ball for the Rams, when everything's on the line, they are the guys one Point. more time, and he's saying, right there is where I want my ring. As field to take the lead. I just... And Cincinnati... It's a long clip. It, it is. We, don't, the, we know what happened. The yeah, yeah, only yeah. time I've never... Uh, I didn't feel bad for the losing team was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. But, like, I just... I don't know, like... Every time, like when I watch a boxing match and I see somebody get knocked out, I'm like, oh, that poor well, guy. Well, the thing, the thing that's always part of the ritual, too, which I commented on last night, is, is that the the winning team is going to say the same things in the post-game interview. And, yeah. and, and it's just like, leave leave the losing team, you know, have the, give them their moment because mm-hmm. it's just, their world has just come crashing in yeah. on them. And it's like, oh, uh, how did it feel out there? I didn't like it! Right. <laughs> I didn't like this! I, I didn't care for it very much. Yeah. I did so, not so, care. Could you tell me? So take me through the process of your failure today. <laughs> Line up the things you did not do correctly that ended in you losing and being so desperately embarrassed in front of the world. <laughs> could you lead me back through that process? You've just crawled through broken glass on your stomach. Uh, Can you do that again for me right now? Might be good for them in the therapy session, you know. Yeah, here's, like here's what I wrote on Twitter. Take me through what led you to your led you to your team's losing coach. Lay out the series of inadequacies that led to the Rams beating you. Well, you look mad, so we'll just leave it there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, this one's in the books, gang. That is it. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. We will uh, dissect the ads from last night as well. Uh, but we're going to get into the bizarre file when we return. So hang in there. We'll be back shortly. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, just a heads up. Thank you for bringing this up, Nick, that our uh, YouTube streaming is having issues, so we are not doing well, it today. I or are we? we? No, we have an update. for uh, Rodney uh, and Nick Murphy have been working on it together, so I believe it should be up and running momentarily. Really? Uh, according, to Nick, uh, according to Nick Murphy. Yeah, all right. What so. The- I'm Is looking it? at live video right now, Nick. Nick says, uh, Nick Murphy says, Rodney to the rescue. He did some wizard crap, and now we're good. We're live now. So, uh, yeah, YouTube is up and going. How about that? So, if you were missing that feed, you can now uh, check it out live on our YouTube channel. And uh, feel free, a little peek into the studio. All right, while you're getting over there, we'll do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by 
Live Casino and Hotel, Philadelphia, voted best overall gaming resort in Pennsylvania. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Police. Wait, you know what? I forgot I had this at the top of the stack. Um, You guys saw it. It's messed up. It's a local story. Oh, Um, God, yeah. Uh, should I pass this along? Do it. Uh, police who walked in on a man who was in the process of decapitating his girlfriend inside yeah. an apartment in Delaware County oh, Friday morning. God. It was just horrible. Officers responded around 5 a.m. to multiple 911 calls from neighbors about a domestic argument in the apartments of South Springfield Road in Clifton Heights. Uh, after knocking on the door and getting no answer, a responding officer looked through the side window and saw a man attempting to behead the victim. Oh, my God. <clears throat> the county district attorney's office had later said uh, that she was decapitated. Uh, the suspect, who is in his 30s, was using a large knife to try and dismember the body. Uh, police said the man had been trying to do this uh, to hide the evidence of killing her. The pair had broken up, but were still living together. Uh, the victim had severe trauma to the head and neck. The man uh, surrendered to police uh, without further incident. They said that the, the police who actually were there and saw this are going to have to go through some counseling. Uh, how could you not? After seeing that. So that was messed up. I actually, I don't know why I said that at the top of the bizarre file. I had it there in case I wanted to go to it. Was that the best story of the lot? Uh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. It was just the most intense story. All right. Let's go to a more bizarre file-like story that you guys will like, I think. In an ongoing series of recent fights at Walt Disney World, police arrested two drunk guests on multiple charges. Uh, they, uh, apparently, uh, the problems began, uh, small at first when they tried to go back to their hotel. These ladies, they were staying off Disney property. Uh, their phone died. Disney security helped them call an Uber. The Uber driver refused to take them because he worried they were too drunk. Uh, the women argued while waiting for a taxi and their night unraveled. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her. You are a bad mother. The young sister threatened to punch her in return. Sheriff's office got a dispatch about the fight happening. Uh, apparently, the young sister was screaming and crying when they arrived near Cirque du Soleil, and she was wearing only underwear and sandals at that point. What a magical day. Uh, deputies soon learned the whole story of what happened. Both females, according to a report, were screaming at each other. The security manager said one female was sitting on a bench while the other second female was standing over her. After attempting to calm the situation, the security manager said one of the females slapped the other in the face. At that point, both females began punching, slapping, and pulling each other's hair. The security manager pulled the two drunk guests apart. Uh, this is the part that I like. Once separated, both sisters ran at each other, <laughs> slipped in the younger sister's vomit, <gasps> oh, awesome. oh and then fell into the bushes while still fighting. <laughs> The security manager stated the younger sister ran a few feet and took off her dress, exposing her breasts. Shortly after, they began to punch each other again. The security manager and another cast member who witnessed the fight were able to separate the two again until the off-deputy, uh, off-duty deputies arrived on scene. Officer, I saw the whole thing. Uh, the report noted that Disney did not have video surveillance of the drunken naked brawl. And when the deputies questioned the younger sister, the report said she only wanted to talk about how she didn't like her sister's <laughs> boyfriend. Oh. Uh, so they were arrested for domestic violence, battery, disorderly to- intoxication, which are misdemeanor crimes. Neither woman sustained any injuries. How do you get that angry at Disney World? During the encounter. It's magical. The North Carolina Department of Agriculture launched an investigation after a citizen shared a photo of a massive pile of dead birds. Uh, The photo shows a mound of dead birds in a field surrounded by a wooded area. 
Over the weekend, it was unclear what happened uh, to the animals or how they ended up there. However, a reporter named Gilbert Baez is beginning to piece together clues after speaking with one of the truck drivers hired to dispose of them. The truck driver from Rob's Trucking, uh, who wanted to remain anonymous, says his company was hired to take the dead chickens to the Sampson County landfill. They were chickens? Yes. He said his company was hired by Valley Proteins. But he's not sure if they were responsible for putting the chickens there. As buzzards circled overhead, the team... everyone to receive a funeral ceremony, and I want a gravestone placed to the head of each one of those goddamn chickens. Has every, have been uh, removing dead chickens for more than a week. What? Oh, okay, so we're That's looking how at, many there were. We're looking at the pile. That is five, one big pile of chickens. Five to six hundred dead chickens. It is a pile about 30 feet long of raw dead animals. So like a Jim Jones chicken that led them all, or what uh, happened? They believe that whoever brought them there likely thought that it was remote enough that it would be okay to dump them. Huh. Uh, but they said they have had problems in the past as well, and it affects the quality of the air. They said it really stinks out there. Sure. Story out of Florida. A school bus driver was arrested, accused of driving drunk while students were on board. <laughs> 60-year-old Mark McNeil is accused of driving the school bus drunk with 40 students from Buddy Taylor Middle School on board. Get on board! Uh, the sheriff said that McNeil's blood alcohol level was four times the legal limit. Jeez. No children. Where do you kids want to go? We're hurt. And according to the office, McNeil arrived at work Wednesday afternoon smelling of alcohol. A co-worker reported it to a supervisor, but by that time, McNeil had already driven off. He was in the wrong school bus as well. See you later. I uh, can drive on my knees. He went to Buddy Taylor Middle School to pick up the students, and he was going to transport them home. Deputy said McNeil picked up 40 students, began his route. School officials said that they tried multiple times to get him to pull over using the bus's radio, but he ignored it. These poor kids. Eventually, the sheriff's office said school officials caught up with McNeil and managed to get him to stop the bus. And when he opened the door <clears throat> to get out of the bus... He fell out of the door and landed on the ground. Jesus Christ. Mania was taken to the hospital where deputy said he tried to run away but was quickly arrested after that. All right, this one's messed up, man. Pakistani officials are hunting a, quote, sorcerer who apparently hammered a nail into the head of a pregnant woman, narrowly missing her brain. And there was a reason behind this. The faith healer's actions appear to be have been part of an effort to guarantee the mother had a baby boy. So you drive a nail into her head? That's apparently what you do. All right. A doctor made the remarkable claim on Wednesday as an image emerged of an x-ray showing a nail sticking out of the woman's forehead. Do you want a girl? I have a Phillips head screw. Uh, Faith healers whose questionable practices are rooted in mystic Sufi lore are common across Pakistan despite the disapproval of many, including some schools of Islam. Jeez. In South Asia, a son is widely believed to offer better financial security to parents and daughters. If you can stand the nail in the head. Uh, so the woman arrived in the hospital after trying to extract the nail herself with pliers. <laughs> the doctor, Hader Khan, explained she was fully conscious but was in immense pain. Uh, Dr. Khan ended up removing the object. He said the mother of three daughters said that she was pregnant with another girl. An x-ray showed the two-inch nail had pierced the top of the woman's forehead, but did not hit her brain. So she already apparently knew she was pregnant with a girl and thought that the nail in the head That'll would change it. the sex of the baby, so, according to this sorcerer. I just want to be clear on this. This is a magical nail, right? Dr. Khan said a hammer or other another heavy object had been used to knock it in. Oh. Uh, the woman had initially there told... There might be some pain. Told, ...told hospital staff, you may feel some discomfort yeah, yeah. with this. <laughs> You're going to feel a sharp pinch. 
as uh, I drive a nail into your head. So she told the hospital that she had hammered the nail into the head, her head herself oh. on the faith healer's advice, but later said that he had performed the act. Uh-huh. Please, you got to let a professional do it. Please try to track down the victim in an attempt to find the healer. Wow. Gah. That is what Did I it mean. work? In the bizarre file for you this morning. No, I'm afraid. It came out a girl still? It was unsuccessful. You can't trust nails these days. All right, and there you go. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, We chatted a bit about uh, the game and uh, the halftime show, uh, but we didn't dive into the commercials yet. Yeah. We'll uh, take a peek at those when we get back. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's latest Daily Rush video answers, yeah, a couple personal questions about Kathy Romano. What exactly are we talking about? Head over to WMMR.com and discover this one for yourself. All right, so Super Bowl last night. We broke down a bit of the uh, bit of the game, bit of the halftime performances, chatted about that good stuff. Everybody, everything seemed to go pretty solid in that realm. Uh, but how about the commercials last night? Uh, I, here's my assessment. A um, lot of middle-of-the-road stuff. Nothing that really jumped out and, like, you know, and we've been looking for this over the past couple of years, which are they going to return to the big, you know, the thing that's going to be the buzz commercial. Some clever stuff, yeah. some entertaining stuff, but everything was fairly safe. They seem to rely a lot on star power, uh-huh. all, all of the things, and also um, a lot of cryptocurrency, a lot of uh, movie uh, trailers, and a lot of EVs, elect- electric vehicles. Yeah, a lot of EVs. I tell you what, you, you talk about the big buzz yeah. thing, the big, uh, you know, I hate that. I was so glad to not see any of that last night. Yeah. You know what I can't stand? I can't stand the forced. The forced. Here's our here's our catchphrase. Yeah. Here's a dilly dilly for you. Uh-huh. You know, here's <laughs> yeah. all oh, that they, stuff. They uh-huh. strangled that one. And, uh-huh. and they didn't They didn't do it. And me personally, I appreciated that. I can't stand that. It's like, okay, here's what we get to be saying for the next six months. Right. And, and <laughs> because it hasn't, or whatever it is. And it hasn't worked over the past. It, they've caught lightning in a bottle periodically, mm-hmm. yeah. But then I agree with you 100. That, that attempt to force it, uh, there were some pri- some surprises, and and uh, oh, I might as well ask of all of them, what one stands in your mind as oh. the one that you immediately said, okay, here's the winner. Yep, without question, it was the simplest one, and I texted you guys about it last night. Yeah, right, the product uh, was a cryptocurrency, uh, and it was called Coinbase, and it was I thought it was. Brilliant, brilliant marketing. It was just that that QR code right. that moved like a DVD uh, menu, you know, right, would, yeah, would, yeah, that yeah. would move around. It changed colors. There was music playing. And I'm sitting there watching it. It's going for like 15 seconds. <laughs> and I'm waiting and I'm like, well, okay. now I got to get up and go see what this is. <laughs> so I walked up. I took my phone. It comes up. And as I was doing, I'm like, they just made you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get up Get from up your at- chair, <laughs> walk over to the screen, put your phone up to it. I'm like, that's brilliant. Because what it did is it made you, it sent traffic, it sent millions of people, millions of people at the exact same time going to the same location. Now, I didn't care once I got to the right, website. Right, I'm right. like, oh, this doesn't interest right. me. But you had to find out. They got my foot in the door. Right. Uh-huh. And that's and part of advertising, <laughs> that is step one. You get their foot in the door. I thought it was brilliant. And I it thought bounced, it was absolutely brilliant. It bounced around the screen long <laughs> enough for you to do that. Like you said, yeah. get up and go over to the TV. I was sitting there, and Jace went, what is that? And I looked, 
and I same thing. Watched for a second, and then I was like, okay, I got to scan it, and yeah. you know, exact same thing, like you just said. Because it went on, people. it might have been sixty seconds. They may have paid for a sixty because it was. On I think it was. Else. You know what a thirty was going for? I heard as high as seven, six, six seven million dollars yeah. for a thirty. Well, there, was, <laughs> there was a moment where it ended up in the corner, you know, which I cheered about the little <laughs> thing. It bounced in the, it directly into the corner, uh, and maybe I'm alone in this, but I was afraid. I didn't want to scan it. I, 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 it's like something's gonna happen to my phone. You, you get like a uh, like well, a malware in your phone. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the victim. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this is. I'm not gonna do it. Marissa. Okay, I'm not saying this to be mean, but I just want to teach you guys something. Um, you don't have to get up next time. Oh, you can scan it from across the room. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Your phone will recognize it because QR code technology has gotten so advanced that now you can scan it from across she, the room. She's right. When it first when it first came uh, uh, um, out. Uh, Marissa, oh you, had, you had to line it up. You uh, had to get a, like a protractor, and now you can literally. It happens all the time uh, because like Q, uh, QVC and others will put those that up on the coat, and you can just sit on your couch. It'll capture it and um, go right to it. Oh, see, I was chasing the screen with my phone. <laughs> I was. I was like, yes. <laughs> Nick, it's so funny that you got excited that it hit the exact corner spot. Yeah, yeah, like like you would. You could sit Fire there and watch. Up. Like, all right. If this thing bounces around four more times, uh-huh. it should hit the corner exactly. Nick is Vladimir Putin. Wow. <laughs> you are now listening to me. That was the one that I I thought was just just a great marketing idea. Now the ones that I thought that that like one of the ones that I laughed out loud, I actually giggled out loud at, uh, was the flaming hot Doritos and Cheetos. Yeah. Uh, where the gals out in the woods and the animals start eating the hot stuff, right? And then it turns into eventually push it from salt and pepper because the bird comes out of the, uh-huh. out of the alligator's mouth. I just found that cute and funny. Yeah, I got a kick out of that. Uh, the Ford one with the keeping up with the Joneses, I thought was cute. Tommy cute, Lee Tommy Jones Lee, yeah, and, and Rashida Jones and and I, I uh, was um yeah all the Jones yeah and, and, then, and, and Jonas Nick yeah, Jonas at the end yeah <laughs> but Tommy Tommy Lee with the kicker like uh, all right got to keep up yeah whoever you are and is I thought that was a fun line there was I, a AAA I, commercial that was I loved it yeah yeah um wait I with the, with the insurance. I, I, uh, no, it was Paul Rudd and Seth. No, wait, no. Triple A insurance. They were in, oh, in the clouds. Bring me to life. It yeah. was the Evanescence, Evanescence. song. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was funny. It was really well done. It was really good. That was really funny. Uh, and then Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen, I thought, that was, was, it was lays. Again, it was a clever it was spot. Funny. It was much longer. We had the teaser for it, which they, they mocked the whole notion of a teaser for a commercial. Yep. But I think we do have audio of that, where because it, it ends up with him marrying a demonic ghost. Yeah, which uh, was yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of them there, Case. Uh, I'm Lays. Sorry. Oh, uh, there it is. Yep. All right, here we go. You ready? Seth, do you? I do. And Janet, do you? That's a yes. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> one that was um, cited a couple of times for being... Uh, now, you know, there's ad results and all these different companies that will assess... They'll do sort of a real-time assessment of what people are responding to. A uh, One that got very high ratings was the Amazon. The mind reading spot with Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. Yeah, but I saw that ahead of time. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I was like, eh. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 which actually, that's... It, uh, <laughs> catching up on those ahead of time. Yeah. Where you can go head to the bathroom or go yeah. do something else is pretty pretty good idea. But, but yeah, I saw that one ahead of time. We do so. have the audio if you want to play it. Yeah. Go um, here we go. It's like she can read your mind. Your mind. I love that we get to sleep. Mm. Ordering fresh mint mouthwash. Extra strength. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute. 
It, it didn't really it, do it, much. I, I agree. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Um, there was a local car dealership commercial yes, on twice. Do you how do they pay the same price? I was thinking they no. the same thing. It That's was, what I was they, there's no way they paid the six so, million dollars. I actually voiced a commercial that ran on the Super Bowl, and it was for um, TH, TH properties. properties. Yeah, and so I, I, I you also did the Dimensional Cup one. No, I did not do that. That was Kathy. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what they charge for that, but it's definitely not. The seven million dollars for thirty seconds. But how do they get it? How, so the, how they, does a local? Well, so they, you're not going to get a global audience. Right. I, think, I think that they 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 bring it to the local mm-hmm. affiliates, if you will. And, and here's your time in a certain area. Right. Here's your time, and you can sell it. So I wonder though, that okay. still has to be a premium price. Yes. If you think they're cutting above all the other advertisers who might be vying for that locally, that still has to be a, a, a yeah a chunk of change. That's a really and it's that local question. car dealership. I forget the guy's name. I think he's a. Chevy dealer, or whatever, but he's you know, big, big face, and I'm, I've always been your car dealer. Oh, they that's cu- right. They cut away from it. They did something else, and then came back. I forgot to mention. Yeah, I'm like, holy crap! What's yeah. he paying for this? Yeah, maybe that was maybe they sold this it structured that way because that second time when he came back was only like mm. it's like ten five, seconds, yeah, maybe five that, seconds. Yeah, yeah. So, um, any of them stand out to you? I have, I have a list of a bunch of them to go through here. The one where feel they, free to call um, in if you want to. They uh, they come and try and recruit the baby to come back. E-Trade. Yeah. I'm E-Trade baby. For They're talking baby. Give me a talking baby. And then That's the other actually fine. Flying the helicopter. It was great. Yeah. I you love know, that one. What about the, the, now there was a fair amount of, of very intriguing uh, movie uh, and uh, upcoming TV shows. They had the Jurassic Park uh, trailer. They had um, Moon Knight, which has already sort of re- yeah. released the Marvel series. Right. Uh, they did the, the new Doctor Strange. They did an Phew. extended thing on that, which looks really cool. Yeah. I was telling you off air, Preston. Intense. This is the belief that this is where, this is the movie in which the X-Men and the Avengers and that those two worlds yeah. uh, mesh over. So there was a lot of that. Uh, and then the, the, the Netflix one, it was just, you know, like, dude, we're, we're releasing a new movie every week. And, and then they, it sort of ended with that trailer for Adam, right? Or Project Adam? Yep. Yes. I think that's and Joe and Joe and Carol, the uh, the um, uh, well, that that's um, Tiger that's, King. Yeah, that's uh, Hulu. Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, a lot of Peacock stuff, as you well imagine. There yeah. was a lot of uh, like nostalgic commercials. I like the Zach Braff, uh, Donald Faye's on one, and then uh, you know the Sopranos one. I, th- I thought it was, it was really yeah. well done. I, I, I like seeing too. I like seeing Meadow and uh, and Anthony on the on the screen together. Meadow looked phenomenal, and yeah. uh, that was another EV commercial, I think. Yeah, but Nick, just to see was... them on the same screen at the same time was was kind of neat. But you know, so I many kind of thought, them. why? Like, I was like, what? Why? I know, I felt why the same then? way. But <laughs> like, yeah. wait, those... why? Why did they tie that in with Sopranos? Yeah, because in the beginning of the show, isn't Tony driving yes. a? Uh, it's, it was. A, they, a... they did a playoff of the opening of the show, uh, right? So it's just a car commercial, and it was Meadow was driving the same route that Tony would drive. At the beginning of okay, Sopranos, it, with the same it. music every time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I, I thought it was just a nice little nostalgic uh, piece. The yeah. other one that I really liked was actually the McDonald's commercial, where they're like, um, "I'll take a uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." And and is that partially playing off of? Look, dude, it's McDonald's. What do you got to uh, uh about? You yeah. know what they had, <laughs> right? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what I was picking up on anyway. Yep. <clears throat> so. Um, uh, <laughs> that one was kind of cute. Larry David being wrong about everything. <laughs> that made me laugh. History, that, there were a few chuckles there. Yep. Uh, but again, fairly, fairly neutral. I didn't uh, see. A lot of visual effects. I didn't know that the uh, there was a Jim Carrey cable guy commercial, so that one yeah. caught me by surprise. By the way, wh- <laughs> so you're you're an ad agency. <laughs> that movie bombed when it came out, and, and but but I like, enjoyed seeing it. They did a, a cable, cable guy. guy with oh. Carrie reprising yeah. his role, yeah. and it was for I think Verizon. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, and I I didn't really even like the cable guy. Yeah, and so uh, but I, I thought it was funny. 
Uh, I was mainly watching his facial expressions yeah. and, yes. how and how he morphs into those characters. Right, right. With Dr. Evil, that was another. I actually that enjoyed nostalgic. that one. Yeah. yeah. So they brought back a couple of casts in a couple of different ones. What I thought was actually pretty cool was the extended um, Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings trailer. Did you see I that? I didn't see that no. one. No. Yeah. yeah. No. And then um, they had Guy Fieri's um, yeah. spot, which is for a realization of uh, taste. What is it? What is it? it was Flavor Town. Seltzer. Flavor Town, yeah. And it was a riff on Flavor Town. He's obviously the god <laughs> right. in the head of Flavor Town. Uh, there was one that was simple. It wasn't clever or funny or anything. Well, I thought it was kind of clever. Towards the beginning, it was Expedia with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And he was talking about all the things that we buy and this and that. And he goes, would you rather have all the things you buy? And he opens his door and he's on this beach or, or all the places you can go. And I was like, dude, yeah. You Place, things you can buy. Yep. No <laughs> places you can go for me without question. Not you. <laughs> he wasn't speaking to you. I know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then you had that. I didn't get the Matthew McConaughey one that much. The Salesforce. Uh, it was a, uh, Salesforce had a couple, uh, I believe. Um, yeah, and there were a couple that, that. So if if you watch a commercial at the end of it, you as a uh, a novice or your first time viewing it have no idea what you've just been sold. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's or, a problem. You know, the, there's ones where uh, like the, it's usually like the tearjerker type of commercials. When that product comes up at the end, you go, oh, man, really? Well, we were talking about the, the, the Toyota commercial, which was I, actually an incredibly, uh, it was a heartwarming story yeah, about the about, two brothers. Yeah. One of them had a macular degeneration. Yep. Uh, and then they competed in the in the Paralympics, and, and they were like nine-time champions together. That was cool. And then it was for Toyota. At the yeah. End. I'm, like, I'm like, that guy can't even drive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. To be yeah. honest, I didn't even pick up on the sponsor. Right, right. I just saw the story. I'm like, wow. I didn't know he was blind, and he was a champion. And... <laughs> Toyota. Wow. Yeah, Toyota. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 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 Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to Bob. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Hey guys. Good morning. So what? I'm really sad. You're 12 minutes into this segment, and you haven't mentioned the NFL commercial with the animation, but more importantly, the giant baby. With the Eagles jersey on, making that final tackle. That's right. Yeah, it was, that a, was the, the video, video game, game right? Yeah. The life, yeah, yeah. And it, it I was, didn't notice she was wearing a. Uh, it was a girl, I believe. Yeah, well, she uh, was. The, the baby end. wasn't giant. The, 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 I thought the special effects of that were really well done. It was an extended commercial, and and I was like, oh boy, what are we going to do? And and the the players come through the screen and they're running around and I thought it was very clever, very well cool. done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But the Eagles represented there. Thank you, Bob, for pointing it out. Appreciate it, man. All right, cool. Have a good week. Yep. Thank you, you too. Um, there was another one, and it might have been pregame. Yeah, I think it was, um, was it Doritos or Tostitos? I think it was Tostitos. And uh, they showed, like, uh, the Manning brothers are sitting there eating. Right. And uh, it was a, they were spending the night. It was a riff on uh night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry Bradshaw was in it. And <laughs> so it was Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Uh-huh. That one was kind of fun. I don't know if you saw that or not. I don't recall. If it was before the game, I probably didn't. I was... Uh... Right. Busy. Other ones on this list were um, Rocket Home, uh, Rocket Mortgage, which was the uh, the Barbie riff on the Barbie Anna, house and Anna Kendrick. Kendrick yeah, uh, that one was cute. We do have audio of the you had mentioned the Doctor Evil one case. We do oh, have yeah. audio of that. All right. Yep. Uh, let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, our takeover of General Motors is complete. Doctor Evil. We can now use GM's Ultium platform to power our whole operation. Now we can reduce tailpipe emissions. I'm sorry. Am I no longer Doctor Evil? I'm Doctor Good now. I didn't get the meme. Out. Climate change is arguably the number one threat to the world now. Doctor Evil. You are now the number two threat to the world. I refuse to be number two. Number two. 
We have to help the planet. Oh, please, cheer for my son. Your son? I shall name him Baby Me. No, his name is Kyle. You must help save the world first. Then I love they you can take over. The- Frau Farbizna. Yeah, yeah, they have the, the Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah and everybody. Uh, okay, Frau, how about you let me do the business, all right? Hold on, I've got it. I will help save the world first, then take over the world. She literally just said that. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about Seth Green last week. Yeah. It was his birthday, I think. Yep. Yep. Nice to see him getting some work. There's, Of course, now there's rumors that they're going to do another Austin, pa- Austin Powers movie. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the commercial was enough. Did you guys um, see that weird Irish Spring one? Yes, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was bizarre, uh, but the, the, this guy is kind of stinky, and he ends up in this uh, sort of... Um, Nirvana type land uh, where everybody smells great, and it's the reason they smell great is because of Irish Spring soap. <laughs> it's almost like a combination of uh, Midsummer and Wicker Man. Yeah, although these this cult, yeah. And yeah. then he's you know he he asks a question, and then it's like you know you can't stink here, and then like kind of goes dark for a second, <laughs> All right. and then and the then, rabbit starts talking yeah. at him. And, yeah, it was bizarre, but it made me laugh. Yeah, every now and then there there are definitely some some ones that go really. To the boundaries and go go for the weird thing. Well, weird they, angle. they had a kind of an interesting one. Uh, it was early on. It was Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart for uh, was it was it Big Easy Reach Lighter? I think no, that's what, Bic Lighter. Is that what it was? Okay. Right. So so the uh, it was them trading miscommunications. Okay. You listen to it. You can. I bet weed is in there. That's somehow. exactly what it's about. <laughs> yeah. Hey Martha, pass me that Big Easy Reach Lighter in that bowl. Bowl of strawberries. This is perfect for hard-to-reach places. And it helps keep your fingers away from the flame. Whoa, do I smell? That's right. Fondue time. Big Easy Reach, the ultimate lighter. Perfect for candles, grills, and so much more. Uh, Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Okay. Uh, then you have, we have some other audio. The BMW commercial with Arnold and uh, Selma Hayek. They did, did they do more than the the one? With, there might have been two, right? Because there, there was... Um... I just saw the one, but I missed some of the spots. Right, so right, right. I, I don't know. It was okay, I thought. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All electric. The BMW iX. Electricity in its ultimate form. Electric all you got to do, you get Arnold singing. Yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do yeah, for yeah. your ad, and then you got it. Um, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, you know, which is interesting because I, the initial, the teaser for that was him in a coffee shop, right? right. Like it had it nothing like, to do with uh, electricity I, or anything. Well, that like was going to run last. I, I, unless I missed it, mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it run. Uh, I guess it was just the teaser ad yeah. for, for the main ad, which is what you do now. Man, were they hawk? They there were so many EV commercials. Yeah, tons of them, and also ones from not um, not main car uh, brands. So you had, um, you know, I don't know what the one sort, had, of, sort of boutique brands the, advertising as well. The robot dog. Uh, I don't know what do- what car that was. It was like Polestar, right? Like that. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, it was a little sad though for that puppy. I know. <laughs> Poor little robot dog. What happened? I don't remember. Uh, he's he's uh, his owner goes away uh, in a an electric vehicle, oh. and then he's going after. He has, he has an actual real dog, and then eventually the owner uses the charging device for the car to 
start him back up again. There was one that I thought was pretty dumb, and it had to do with the uh, dog too. It was it was a riff on the uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, yeah. band. Oh yeah, with the Meta Quest, which is the Oculus is now called the Meta Quest or yeah. whatever. And I'm like. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. The MetaQuest, at least right now, is not doing well for Facebook. So that's why they're hawking the crap out of it. Okay. Uh, let's see. WeatherTech had a commercial uh, where the employees rappelled down from a helicopter and made sure that your car doesn't get dirty from the WeatherTech. Okay. You know, the things. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 sure. The mats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Disney Plus had Aquafina in their ad for the goats. That's okay. okay. Again, yeah. a lot of okay. Nothing uh, nothing that I thought was too much in the, in the horrible of that completely sucked. Yeah. But nothing that I thought was all that great. Yeah, yeah. Just a, just a couple of things maybe giggle. Uh, some that we had already talked about. There was that Hellman's uh, commercial where the Jared Mayo was tackling Pete Davidson. Right, right. About that before but we the, knew that already. Yeah, the whole thing started as well. Um, and there was a list of the ones that... Scored the best. You mentioned that uh, Mary J. Blige uh, won. I don't know if she said it on air or off Preston, but the the women getting yeah. uh, breast checked. I thought that that was an effective commercial. And it was just cool to see her featured in a spot while she was also doing the halftime uh, do you, show. Do you know what you did see last night, Nick? Though was it was a complete demonstration of the uncanny valley. They had that LeBron James commercial. I didn't like that one. Yeah, so because talking, of that, he's talking to young LeBron okay. James. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was the son because I was only I did too. Attention. Yeah. Okay. It was it yeah. was partially uh, like when I first. Said I'm like okay, that's a CGI, and then then they got then they it went along a little further. I'm like, wait, are, yeah. is that real? So he was wearing his high school uniform, and and they would flash back to like headlines from when he was in high school, and so yeah, he was talking to his younger self, giving his younger self advice, and uh, you know what what his younger self should do <clears throat> as far as entering the NBA and stuff like that, and yeah, but the the look of it threw me off. Yeah, all right, here are some of the ones that apparently scored the best uh, according to that article that you had sent me, Steve. Uh, so there's one for Budweiser. It was the Clydesdale uh, ad. Clydesdale's, uh, Clyde, Clydesdale's journey, right? Always a home run. He got injured, I he guess. Broke his leg, yeah, and he gets and uh, that was directed. And they like, shot him, I think. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they turned him into hamburger meat, and then the <laughs> bottom half was turned into glue. <laughs> you remember? The was like, the no, there was some Nick. Who was it? There a famous director directed that one. That's oh, right. Really? It also had a lot of buzz behind it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. They stomps a, uh, there was a, a kid who's in a wheelchair and right. the Clydesdale stomps him to death. Another one was the, uh, the one I had mentioned, the Ewan McGregor, um, uh, Expedia. Yeah. Uh, the Stuff commercial. Um, the one with, uh, is it Rak- Rakuten? Uh, Rakuten. Oh, Rakuten? yes. What is that? I have no know. idea. I don't know. Is I have it no idea. Right now, I think it's some sort of robotic copper cleaner. Uh, but uh, Hannah Waddingham yeah. was in it, and they used the robotic uh, carpet cleaner uh, yeah. in that ad. That was another Ted. She's a gal from Ted Lasso. They actually had uh, in, uh, uh, Sudeikis uh, in uh, one of the, a limited spot as yeah, well. Yeah, I didn't like that one. No. I, that one didn't make much sense to me. It did not. Uh, it was reaching, and they threw him in there just for a star, star power, power name, and I was like, okay. Uh, the General Motors one we just played with uh, Dr. Evil was uh, done well. Oh, I liked this one. Uh, it was with uh, Zendaya, the Sally Sells Seashells. Yes. You know, so she, she is She is just, like, glowing. I mean, she is She's just a genuinely, um, she's, a, she's, a, she's a lovely woman, Preston, of course. She's very she's dating Spider-Man. But, you know, the uh, <laughs> um, she's just good on screen. Yeah. You, you like her on screen. Yep. Uh, so that was for Squarespace. 
What is Squarespace? It's a way to uh, sell websites so okay. you, uh, and sell things on websites. You can sell any crap on that uh, thing, Preston. Uh, the Hellman's Mayo, the Amazon Alexa, we talked about both of those. Uh, the Nissan one with Eugene Levy, Brie Larson, hmm. uh, Dave Bautista, and others. I thought that one was okay. I liked yeah. it. It made me laugh. Just seeing Eugene Levy in an action. With long hair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Lay's Potato Chips, Seth Rogen, and Paul Rudd. We chatted about that one. Uh, the Uber Eats one, we spoke about that in, in the entertainment news with Jennifer Coolidge and Trevor Noah and Gwyneth Paltrow and Nicholas Braun. It was funny. I think, uh, you know, the, um, Gwyneth Paltrow kind of getting the headlines of that, but really, yeah. like, you know, the dude drinking the Palmolive and the other guy yeah. eating a bowl yeah. of kitty litter, like, that was funny. Yeah, and Cousin yeah. Greg from Succession was in it. Yeah, he was drinking the Palmolive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like Jennifer Coolidge eating the lipstick and going, this tastes like purple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Booking.com with Idris Elba. I didn't see that ad. So he's he's um, he's going around. He's got like a uh, like a what do they call the the, the, the flap hat? Oh, yeah, flap hat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget exactly what the push was for it. It, it, it that, so again, that's an ineffective commercial if you can't remember. Uh, you know, what it was for. Uh, the Arnold and Selma Hayek one eh. apparently did well. Uh, the Flavortown. We have a clip of that uh, with um, Guy Fieri. Uh, let's Here play a little bit of that. Here we go. Citizens, there's a new flavor in town. I declare Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda the loudest flavors ever. Everybody was dressed like him, the hair, the whole thing going on. Look at the amount of money that goes into producing these freaking things. Yeah. You know. He was there last night, too. Guy and uh, Guy Fieri, and uh, he sat right below Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart was in a suite, and uh, Guy Fieri was out in the the regular seats. I don't know who, who paid more for their tickets. Uh, you had a Bush Light ad that scored well that had that featured Kenny G. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the Planet Fitness ad with Lindsay Lohan, William, oh, William oh, I didn't Shatner. See that. Yeah. She actually looked really good. She did. That's been running though. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Oh, I hadn't. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. in fact, like you know, at one point they go, "Oh, she traded in her DUIs for like DIYs," but I, I, I can't remember what the other. And uh, Shatner is the the narrator, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then Buzzy Cohen was in him. They did a little Jeopardy spoof. Yeah, and also um, Dennis Rodman was in yes. that. I didn't see Buzzy because I was looking at Dennis. Buzzy's over on oh, the left side. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, Danny Trejo was in that, too. Uh, then you have the Sopranos uh, spot with Chevrolet. Uh, the I mentioned the Anna Kendrick and Rocket Mortgage. Uh, Verizon, Jimmy uh, Jim Carrey, that scored well. Uh, the PepsiCo, Peyton and Eli Manning spot. I didn't catch that one. I love those guys together. It uh, Um, scored well. They're really funny. Okay. So those are the ones that kind of uh, stood out according to this article. Again, in general, I'd rate the whole thing um, okay. And and the the game I thought was good. And, uh, you know, I'm putting everything about mid-level. Press, yeah. did you uh, cook anything special for the uh, occasion last night? Yes, uh, Panera. Ooh. Panera. Oh. Yeah, no, we didn't. Like I said, it was just me watching it. So, no, right. I didn't cook anything up special. Uh, but I did have a, a chocolate pie for Ooh. dessert, which was nice. How about you? Uh, yeah, well, I just did. We did Popeyes. I mean, I did the buffalo chicken dip with Popeyes chicken breast. It was good. Yeah. I, it was kind of unnecessary. It could have <laughs> just been other chicken. But it was good. That's what you wanted, man. That was your dream, and you followed through on it. That's right. I betrayed myself. I I was going to go chicken. I went standard pizza, and it was okay. Yeah. I felt a little hollow inside (laughs) by the end of it, though. You were going to go chicken? I kind of do chicken for every Super Bowl, you know? Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, and then, then, uh, no, at the the point just before the game, I said, 
What, why am I lying to myself? Kathy, what'd you whip up? Something special? Um, something special. <laughs> she yes. made an no. incredible it was Clams just, Casino. It was just another day at the household. <laughs> like, we didn't usually... Shut <laughs> Usually I'll go to someone's house. You know what I mean? Right. If we go to my brother's or wh- whatever it is. But no, it was nothing. We went skiing yesterday morning and then uh, watched the Super Bowl and went to bed. <laughs> How about you, Nick? Uh, my girlfriend made salmon, and that was delicious. Okay. And uh, we had some couscous with that. That's wonderful. And, and uh, corn. Couscous is salmon. Yeah, you have reach. to have a vegetable, so we had corn. Corn. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. You uh, like as corn. you know, your person, they used to refer to the Indians. To, uh, they called it maize. They did call yeah. it maize. And then Marissa and all of her friends did... Uh, she uh, did the board, the board party. party. Yeah, various boards. Uh, Marissa's board looked nice. We saw pictures of it, by the way. Thank you. I told you guys last week I was going to do a bruschetta board, but I switched it up and did a uh, seafood board mm. with some shrimp and some crab. It looked good. It looked good. It looked Wait, good. Did you guys Kathy really dress that. the part too, or was that a coincidence? So <laughs> we all like put on like business casual, which meant every one of us just put on a blazer. Okay, because that's all. Like most of my friends work from home. Nobody really goes into offices. So that's the best we could do. All right. Well, anyway, that one's in the books. You got a year to plan uh, another party next year. and uh, Or, like me, never go to a party again. <laughs> Watch it at home. It was the most enjoyable way to do it that I've that ever great. experienced. Uh, but nonetheless, that one's in the books. All right, we should take a break. Come back in a second. I believe we are going to check in with Miguel martinez Bayi from NBC10 at the Olympics in Beijing. Uh, when we get back. So we'll see if that comes together or not. The first bit of the Olympics I watched was after the Super Bowl last night. Oh, that really? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Pretty Reckless. Ghost. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. For, God, decades now, we have checked yeah. in with NBC10. Always. Live from the Olympics. And our good friend Vi Sikahema was the guy who was always our go-to. Vi had such a great time at the Olympics. Loved being there. Yeah. And we are happy to check in with our next guest now, who is in Beijing covering the Olympics. Please welcome Miguel martinez Valle to hey. the show. Miguel, good morning. Hey, how everybody? Good morning. How's it going? We're we're doing great, man. How? Okay. What what time of day is it in Beijing? I have no idea the the time uh, conversion. Yeah. So we are thirteen hours in the future. It's ten ten oh seven right now, and uh, we just got off the bus from the Olympic Zone into our hotel. So it's kind of like the end of our day. Can you tell us who wins various sports here in the United States <laughs> for betting purposes? <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I wish it was that kind of future. Oh, you know, oh, right. <laughs> uh, when did you I'm get like, we knew about the Super Bowl this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been there, uh, Miguel? How many days now? Yeah, so this is our third week. Third wow. week, and it's uh, it's going fast. Wow, I'll bet. But that's that's a good stretch of time. Have you ever been to uh, to China before? I had a layover right here in, in Beijing uh, when I went to Thailand a couple of years ago, but that was the extent. So uh, okay. stayed a little longer this time. I'm curious. So, like, you know, obviously there's there, there have been issues with this particular um, Olympics, and and there's 
because of the staggered time and so on and so forth, that you know the viewership may not be all that uh, they were hoping for. But I mean, there there are some things that you guys have had to accommodate. And I wonder, like with your phones and things of that nature, uh, you know, they told the athletes to get like burner phones. Did they issue you any? Because you're, 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 I think we're clearly on your phone right now. Did they give you any special equipment for being over there? So you're on my burner phone. Right? Oh, is yeah. that right? So okay. I, yeah, yeah. I have a burner phone, burner laptop. Um, I have my cell phone with me, but I haven't turned it on since I got here. And that's kind of what we were told to do is like keep it off, you know. Uh, so definitely those kinds of accommodations, yeah. We're stunned. Security. The clarity is real. I mean, it's unbelievable that you're the other side of the world and we're getting, you know, you're, there's virtually no delay. And we're, we're talking, you know, quite uh, quite nicely here. So it looks like you are bundled up, though. What's the temperature there? Uh, today's the coldest it's been. Uh, it's 17 degrees. It snowed over the weekend. It finally feels like the Winter Olympics. Last week, it was like 50 one day, so it, it definitely dropped. I was watching last night, uh, right after the Super Bowl, they they introduced and they were making a big thing about the the um, the mono bob, the the single woman bobsled thing. And I'm like, okay, let me check this out. It was pretty pretty freaking cool, uh, you know. But they they have had issues with like having to make stones stuff like that. But that the ice and everything seemed seemed tremendous. It was. Have you been over in that area? Yeah, so there's three zones, and I've gone to all three, but uh, the, we have a couple people with local ties on the bobsled team. So we've been to the Monobob and bobsled courses. Um, I actually talked to Alana Myers-Taylor, who got the silver, uh, just about like an hour ago. We were chatting, um, and, you know, obviously she's pumped to, to meddled, and, uh, you know, she had to go through quarantine stuff when she first got here because she had like a, a positive COVID test. Right. So for her to even get to compete was, you know, super exciting. Miguel, what's the most exciting thing visually that, that, that you personally have had a chance to uh, see while being there? Visually, the different zones. So uh, the all the way up, we call it the Z zone. Um, it was like a old industrial park looking. So them building the course around that is interesting. Then the middle zone, the Y zone, um, is an act, you know, it's mountains. So it's really cool to see the mountains there. Uh, but because they had to create the fake snow, parts of it, we're white, and then the rest of it is just you know mountain like brown. Right. Uh, what about uh, what about the events? Which ones are really are, are just like oh man, this is so cool to be seeing this. The speed short track speed skating mixed team relay blew my mind because really? there's like seven seven people going in circles around each other, different teams. And I'm like, how do they keep it straight? And it was hard for us visually from, you know, from where we, from the media seats to keep it straight. And it takes so much coordination with your team. Also, they're wearing, you know, just swords on their feet. Like the blades are so sharp and people fall. So I'm like, this is, you know, this is dangerous. And they're pushing each other. Like, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I didn't know that that was part of the, the relay. I was so nervous the whole time watching it. Just like, I was like, I can't. I don't want the story to turn, you know, tragic. How has it been as far as moving from one area to another? Because they have been very, you know, cautious on on keeping everything um, COVID friendly and COVID safe. Uh, has, Has that presented any obstruction to you getting out and about? Yeah, so we can't leave the the Olympic bubble, which is a bummer. You know, obviously I wanted to, you know, do some tours and see. So I'll have to come back to Beijing. But then even within the Olympic bubble, it's been tricky because so we're from where we are, the International Broadcasting Center to the National Indoor Stadium, where, for example, figure skating is um, or hockey. Uh, It's a five minute walk. But because parts of that walk are 
outside of the Olympic bubble because it's like a public road. We have to get on a bus that then makes it a 20 minute trip. <laughs> so even like logistics, I'm like, I can see the stadium I'm going to, <laughs> but I have to get on a bus to go there. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, looking at some of the events that are coming up today, we've got uh, ski jumping, uh, the men's team on the large hill. We've got uh, hockey women's semifinal. It's USA and Finland. Uh, there's some big stuff coming up. Bobsled, two-man, alpine skiing, the downhill. That looks insane. What are you going to be heading out to uh, to take a peek at? Yeah, so we'll be watching uh, bobsled, the two-man. We've got a uh, local, Charlie Volker, uh, from New Jersey. So we'll be with them. Uh, and then the weekend, Sylvia Hoffman, who was born in Philly. She's on the women's team. So we'll be watching them. And then hockey. Hockey all the way. The the men's team killed it this weekend. Won all three games. And we have a bunch of people with local ties on the hockey team as well. Yeah, it is very cool that that's, that's going on. And, and that, um, you know, they're, they're, they're doing so well. You'd mentioned earlier about the, uh, you actually have some legitimate snow now. And at the beginning of everything, some of the athletes were, were talking about I guess the snow they were making. What was the issue with the snow they were making? There was something that that they were um, finding less than desirable. What what was that? Yeah, well, the, the difficulty is these are athletes that are training in specific locations for a reason, right? Like Placid or Utah. And so if the consistency of the snow is different or yeah. anything like that, it really does trip up their training. I mean, it changes things. Uh, yeah, I wondered if they were using like Fluffernutter or something uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching ski. No, it's not. <laughs> I was watching the ski jumping, and I noticed that there were there was like um, black stuff that was in it. Is that just the ground, or was that specifically put there? That might be a mix of the ground. I'll have to pay closer attention, but I don't think I haven't seen with the even with the fake snow, like some black stuff mixed in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you're when you're prepping for something like this, and you've you've got to have a, a pretty well rounded grasp on on some of the events and and what they're all about and and the rules and so on, are there are there some that um, is there anything that, that that confuses you about any of the events? It's like, for example, I'm watching curling the other day. I actually find that very relaxing and kind of zen to watch curling, <laughs> but I still don't really know exactly how the scoring works on that. Yeah. Are you pretty good and up to speed on most of the events? I mean, I would say I'm pretty confused about most of the events. Uh, curling, curling, I think, is the ASMR of Winter Olympics, well right? Done. Like you, you watch it because you're listening. You know, they're mic'd up. That makes it, you know, that adds to the fun. But uh, one of my friends, one of my uh, colleagues here went to the curling, um, you know, to report on it and said it was so much harder, you know, because you couldn't hear them. From the reporter seats, you have to hear them from the TV. Basically, right. it, it is like we we and there are leagues here, obviously, and there we we've been contacted by them. And I was just telling Preston earlier that there is now a uh, you can put one on your patio with the same sort of surface. I'm like, I'm maybe going to get that freaking thing because I don't understand it, but it does look like the most relaxing game you could possibly play. Yeah, uh, and it reminds are, me of shuffleboard a little. Yes, yes it, it does. It's it does exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miguel, when are the uh, when when does this wrap? When are the Olympics completely done? How much longer do you have, and then you're coming home? Yeah, so we have until Sunday for some of the medals, and I think my flight is booked for Monday, and then I land in LA uh, on Monday too. You know, so, we make up that day. So get it. because of the time difference, you'll be landing here last Christmas Eve, correct? <laughs> Right, yeah, I'll be there uh, right in time for the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, you guys are doing wonderful, uh, and it's it's great to see all the events. And NBC Ten obviously has this great history of, of covering it every so, every time. Uh, travel safe. Enjoy your time there, Miguel. And and thanks for checking in with us this morning. We appreciate it.
Thanks, guys. Great to talk to you. All right. Miguel Martinez. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'll tell you what. That's at the Olympics. Burner phone from, uh, yeah, right? from China. That, I mean, that, that was like, I mean, like, no, like, <laughs> not a delay. He was actually on mass transit calling us at one point. Yeah. yeah no, that's uh, that oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, by the way, thank you uh, to our engineers for setting up our, our Zoom connections. We want to thank uh, Newman University because they've uh, teamed with the engineering team to assist us with technical upgrades on the show. And the President Steve YouTube live stream is sponsored by Newman University, and that's back up and running. YouTube! So you can discover the new you uh. and you. Newman University. I love it. Uh, outside, so we talked about all pretty much sporting event things this morning. Well, that's there's, what we oh, do. That's well, our there's thing. Another, there's another thing that took place, and I happen to be um, watching live when this happened, uh, but the waste management uh, tournament in Arizona is taking place or took place over the oh. weekend. And, uh, yeah. Just real quick, uh, mm-hmm. next year, uh, that tournament and the Super Bowl are both the same weekend, both in Phoenix. Oh my! Are you kidding? God. Yeah, so the, 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 dude, like a hundred thousand yeah. people go to this golf tournament. It's crazy. Yeah, the Cardinal Stadium. Uh, it used to be called uh, University of Phoenix Stadium. It's something different now. But anyway, I was just there in October. And uh, they, they changed names. Uh, but how was it? Called? <laughs> I don't remember either case. But uh, anyway, they're both the same weekend in February next year. You know what? And that has happened before because a friend of mine who I was watching this with on Saturday had a buddy who went there that weekend. Went to the golf tournament, went to the Super Bowl, and then the day after the tournament was over, played at that golf course. Wow. Yeah, so that's a hell of a weekend right there. Yeah, God, it's exhausting. Uh, So anyhow, uh, golfer Sam Ryder on, was it number 16? Is that the hole? Yeah. Uh, It's par three. It has become this location over the years uh, where fans really uh, are vocal. And at a a golf outing, at a golf event, especially a, a major tournament, uh, the rule is you, you you remain quiet, and there's a decorum, and uh, you don't break that. But the the rules are out at this particular event, and it's it's degenerating, or at least like in Bethpage, New York, that's becoming that as well. Well, they they put they pulled did the, they put the, the yeah they they oh, pulled yeah. it they they pulled it back on on Bethpage because they they give this place an exception. All right, for whatever reason, but um at uh, <laughs> so they so much so that they built a stadium around. This hole, it's grown over the years. If you go back and see old footage of like when Tiger got a hole in one this right. hole, uh, it's not nearly as crazy. Or they, they didn't have the full three-level mm-hmm. stadium that goes all the way around this. So anyhow, this golfer, Sam Ryder, who I'm not all that familiar with, hit a hole in one. And I was watching this live. And, and you're seeing him. The, the camera's focusing on him and his caddy. They're going nuts. And I start to see a few bottles fly out. And I'm like, oh, my God, people are throwing their beers. And then after that, they start showing all the different angles. And they showed a couple of angles from the crowd, <laughs> and it's insane. I've never seen anything like it. You, you've not seen this kind of reaction at a wrestling, tor- uh, you know, uh, exhibition, Preston. And the the volume of the crowd. I've never heard that kind of crowd response. Yeah. It, again, I thought it was a clip from the Super Bowl. And when they got done, by the time they got done throwing all of their beers and and bottles and whatever they had in their hands. Like, the the bunker was full of bottles and <laughs> cups. They had to, I mean, it was littered. It looked like a like a hat trick at a, at a hockey, you know, at a late season hockey game <laughs> where everybody goes crazy. We have some audio from this. Yes, oh, yeah. If you, could, okay. uh, if you could pull that up just so you get a feel for it. But it was phenomenal uh, when it happened. Um, uh, hang on. Maybe it was before all the Super Bowl stuff. Hang on. Uh, no, I don't. I don't see it. Okay. Oh, we do have Did it? you send it over? To yeah, it'll be over in a second if we don't have it in there. Right. Uh, we're watching the footage, Preston. Yeah, you're right. So the area where the um, 
the stands are. That is, you would see that like at a NASCAR race. Yeah. That, that's, uh, yeah. So it's <laughs> a lot of people. My question for you, Press, is this. Um, that, it, so when there's obviously not a tournament going, is, that hole is the way that is, right? So if I were to go and play there, I would have to play, like, with all those stands and everything there. That's nope. how. Stadium, they, they, they remove it. Stop it's not there year-round. That's yeah. just temporary? Yep. <gasps> wow. Yep. So I was telling you about my uh, my friend's friend who went to play there. Since it was the day after the tournament when they played there, the stadium was still set up. Okay. And he was hitting into that, which was pretty cool. All right, we have the audio of this now. Here we go. Uh, wrong button. Here we go. Stop. A little bit of cleanup. Sam Ryder, 124 yards. Unbelievable. We need showers. I smell like beer now, Wow, what a moment. Um, and, listen, <laughs> they've been drinking all You usually day. hear this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Fun. Well, even for, for a hole-in-one, you yeah. hear a little bit more than that, but you definitely don't, <laughs> you don't hear the insanity that that was, man. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. that's. Uh, I don't... That's have awesome. I ever seen footage? I don't think that's the first... Time in a tournament, I've seen footage of a hole in one. I know they happen, but I've that for me is the first time ever seeing it. Yeah, they happen. Uh, they happen a decent amount. You'll you'll get one every you know a, a couple of months here and there probably. But um, yeah, to have it happen at that event, <laughs> he's going to go hole. down in history. I th- I'm not sure who the last one was. Tiger hit it. Tiger put a hole in one there one time. Oh, did he? For yeah. this for this event, and uh, and they went crazy. Hang on a second. I'm going to go to uh, Andy, who's been. At the Waste Man- Management Tournament. Hey, uh, Andy, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Good morning, oh! buddy. Uh, so you've been at this event. Yeah, so I actually won a trip to go there a couple of years ago. All oh. expenses paid. And uh, I'm not even a golfer. Uh, <laughs> but I, I talked to one of my buddies, and he goes, dude, this is a, this is a golf tournament for you. He goes, it's like a frat party with a golf tournament going on in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, University of... I uh... mean, literally, it's like Mardi Gras. Like, people were full-blown dressed up in crazy <laughs> outfits. Speeds. I mean, people were just constantly drinking. The 16th hole, you have to line up. I think you have to get there at about 4 or 5 in the morning, right, and start lining up to get to the 16th hole um, to actually get a spot to view there. And um, we were like, we were there as part of a corporate sponsor because we sold a whole bunch of hardware for this company. So they had a suite right on the 18th green, which was awesome. But they said there's a 10-year waiting list to get that <laughs> oh 10 years. Yeah, on the 16th hole. Yeah, a 10-year waiting list. That's how popular it is. But when we walk by the 16th hole, it's bumping like yeah. a club, like literally like a five-story <laughs> club. Like yeah. the whole thing's moving and jumping while people wow. are playing golf. It's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. a diff- different awesome. perception. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy because, again, you always say every one of them is usually fairly reserved and everyone's oh, yeah. taking it in. And that's yeah, that. Yeah, the so. gentleman's sport. Yep. Uh, that's, that's hilarious. I, I got to get there someday. All the someday. rules are out the window. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Love you. I uh, love you, too. All right. So Scott is there. Oh. As we speak, and was at the tournament yesterday. Hey, Scott. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, dude. How you doing? I'm good. How you guys making out? Doing awesome. So, uh, were you there on uh, Saturday? I'm actually. I'm, I'm. I'm working out here in Phoenix temporarily, so I yeah. got a chance to go. 
we have friends that got the nice expensive tickets. They so go up to the upper levels there and free food, free drinks, the whole nine yards. And I'm telling you, if you ever come out, make sure you spend the extra money and get that package. Okay. All right. Were you So you were there yesterday, not on Saturday. I was there on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, you were there on Saturday. All right. Were you at the 16th hole? Mm-hmm. I was the 16th hole. Unfortunately, we got there after that hole in one, but uh-huh. I heard all about it. Okay. But the rest of the day, the whole day, it's an absolute crazy party. <laughs> You never get the scope of it when you watch it on TV. It's always calm, but not this place. Not at all. Well, I think it's suitable that it's the waste management because there was so much garbage on the the greens when they were – I mean, there was just – from one second to another, it was completely clean and empty, and then there were bottles all over the place. I was there not long after. You would not. I, I didn't know it happened. I, you would not have known that that happened a few minutes before I got there. That's crazy. That yeah. yeah, they cleaned it up. All right, dude, Scott, safe travels back, man. All right? All right. Take it easy, guys. See you, bud. Thanks for checking in out there. Uh, Josh was uh, wanted to comment as well. Hey, Josh, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, there was also one yesterday. Carlos Ortiz hit, him, hit one yesterday. So there were two hole-in-ones during the tournament. On 16? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't see that one. That's crazy. Yeah, Car- Carlos, Carlos Ortiz, look him up. Okay, uh, we're looking at it right now, actually. Thanks, man, I appreciate it. Was that the one? Did he take his shirt off? Let, well, we're going to find out in a second. I saw somebody, we see the ball going toward the hole. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Somebody yeah. took their shirt off and started throwing oh, it Oh, now around, he's taking but... his pants off. He's actually spanking it, Preston. Oh, my God. That's well, pretty you know, wild. He's going to get a new yeah. sponsor uh, for and that one. And he's using the, the cover of his golf club as a sort of a... Condom, I guess. Like a flashlight? Like, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, wow. he Casey, he's putting he's putting cut he's putting salami in it. Oh Jesus. <laughs> These guys are so damn good, it's ridiculous. I mean, could you imagine you've have you ever come close? Yeah. Uh yeah. six inches uh from getting a hole in one on number uh sixteen at Letter Rock Golf Club. All right, so and I was by myself. Oh, of course. Man. Of course. I have a picture of it, but yeah. yeah. We were watching this Ortiz guy and uh, he makes the hole in one and then they cut back to him. So if you can rewind in the video by about thirty seconds, there's somebody that's on the T box with him. That guy then goes sprinting out of the way because he knows that the the shower of beer is about to come running down. Oh, so, really? Yeah, just keep watching the video in a second. You'll see Carl. Uh, watch him celebrate, and then watch this guy beeline it behind him to get off of. See that guy? Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Wow, that's huge. That can't be good for the grass, right? Or is it? Maybe it is good for the grass. Uh, it's pretty beer? not going to hurt it. Yeah. Not going to hurt it. It should be all right. The beer is probably used to drink. I mean, the grass is probably used There's to drink. There's enough beer spilled yeah. all over golf courses in the country, so I think uh, I think it'll be all right. Uh, well, anyhow, something outside of sports. However, a game, nonetheless. And Casey, um, I know that this is something that, uh, that you had an issue with. So Wordle, as Casey and I are the ones on the show that play it. Uh, I don't know if anybody else here does or not, but we play daily and yeah. kind of send our responses to each other. Right. How we did, uh, the, you know. So um, some people are getting pissed off about the fact that the New York Times purchased the game and has transitioned onto their website. And fans have noted several issues that have popped up since the transition, including the game resetting how many games that you have won in a row. Uh-huh. And I think that may have been what happened to you, Case. Yeah, possibly. I think maybe if uh, you end up, I don't even know. Um, what the hell's going on? I don't know. I don't know. You but lost all your all your traction. But, but I, I had one. I wasn't as mad after I, I lost one. Uh, there, there was a few days ago where I didn't get it oh, yeah. in six, and I was uh, pretty glad that it had all gone away. So <laughs> now I'm like 100 percent again. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you were really. Uh... Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, because at that point, I I was uh, yeah. approaching like twenty in a row or twenty. Twenty in, in a row. row. Very yeah. good. Uh, and so, but that what happened is when they transitioned over to New York Times, all a lot of people lost their accrued winning. Right. Well, that sucks. Well, yeah, and you're just you're essentially you're playing against yourself, right? So yeah. when uh, when you're undefeated. And you have that, like, so I don't even know how many times I've, I've played at this point. I've, I think I've played over close to like thirty times or something like that. But uh, yeah, if you if you're undefeated, yeah, then that then that just goes away, and there's no way to get it back. Like, yeah, it's Lost. kind of frustrating. Yeah. So Wordle was created by an engineer, and at the beginning of November had uh, about ninety players, and now there's <laughs> three million. Uh, the New York Times purchased the game in January for an undisclosed seven figure sum, and addressed the issue on Thursday, writing on Twitter. We are rare that your current streak has been reset today. Our games uh, team is currently investigating. Stay tuned uh, for more Wordle updates. So on... That sounds like you're screwed. Friday night, uh, Preston, I was trying to uh, walk my mom through how to play Wordle. Okay. I cannot believe how difficult it was to explain to her how to play okay. this simple, simple simple game right she was um at times trying to uh click and drag letters over uh <laughs> that were that are on the playboard not right. on not on the keyboard i'm like no you can only use no. the keyboard you can only use the, and like and she was trying to like go like diagonal and i'm like no 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 you listen to me old woman <laughs> you listen now oh your fingers hurt <laughs> now yeah. your back yeah. is gonna hurt because you just got garden right. duty uh-huh. <laughs> You listen to me now, old woman. Was that Happy Gilmore? Uh, yeah. I was. I mean, listen. I was. I was trying to keep my composure. I maybe lost. I'm gonna it. go teach my daughter to drive now. <laughs> it was, and I still don't think she got it. Um, so was she the one who approached you about learning it, or were you trying to just? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. so uh, you know, she didn't know where to find it. She thought it was an app. A lot of people yeah. think it's an app. My friend Jen, same thing. She's like, I can't find the app anywhere. And I'm like, here's the link. Listen, old woman. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I, I cannot, I, I can't even describe to you how my, my kids were all there. They've all played. They know how to play. I don't uh, care if you're my mommy. Yeah. Um, did you and, get it eventually? Uh, yeah, but right. you know, there were, I was like, uh, okay. One you, more time. You know <laughs> that the second letter is N. Okay? <laughs> you, you know, you it's know, green. you know, that. and then she was trying to use an R before the N. I'm like, first of all, you've already used an R and you can't. Because you've already used an R. But what word in the English language do you know starts with R-N? Renew. Renew. Like, even renew is R-E-N-E-W. Like, we're not a word. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) You do. Oh, my God. We're a player. Cobra? Listen, old woman. <laughs> Your time is over. There's no word in the English language that starts to R in. Oh, man. Uh, well, Both anyhow. Age isn't even a word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. All right. I had a, oh. tough, I had a tough time with yesterday's word, man. I eventually oh. got it. I got it in five. Good luck with today. How long oh, is it really? up? Yeah. How long do they keep the uh, the wordle up? Uh, does it go away at the end of the day? Yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever your um, midnight hits. That's when it reappears to a new word. I assume that if you start it and don't enter, you know, like if, if you have a couple entered and you don't finish it, I would assume it chalks you up as a loss for the day. Uh, no, you can go back. No, but the next After day you can go back. After 24 hours. 
No. No, no, no. You can, you can, what do you mean? If, like, I'm, I started playing and the fir- my first two guesses, uh, I got zero letters. So, mm-hmm. um, but do you mean, like, so if I go out of it now, if, I, if I can it, go back in and, and continue? Sure, sure. But okay. if you wait until after midnight tonight, yeah, and you no. don't finish it before the day's up. Oh, yeah. No, I got to believe it's going to count as a loss for you. It's going to give you because you started to play. Yeah, because you, right, you right, actually right. entered a word. Oh. Wait, why do you care about wins and losses? Just to see what your number is? Just keep your score. Uh, yeah. There's yeah, a million dollars fun. at the end of it. Yeah, everybody <laughs> wins a million dollars. You win. Nothing. Everyone wins a million. Uh, if you get the, if you get the word every day, they'll give you a million dollars. Yeah, it's just out of you know pride For yourself. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of doing a good job. So, but it's funny because the, it's everyone is uh, will display the boxes with the different colors. Yeah, but they don't show you what they've done. You know, so but. For those of us that know, yeah. we know that like if you get it in three, that's pretty damn good. Pretty yeah. damn if you good. get it in two, that's really damn good. Did you get it with a lot of luck? If you get it in one, that's just dumb luck. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. Just dumb, or dumb. is it really good play? Uh, no, it's just dumb luck. <laughs> I mean, how many five letter words are there out there, and you guess the the right like, one? I think it's like eight. Yeah, that's it. I thought it was like at least ten. <laughs> I think the game be over at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of those? Uh, so we're anyhow. doing the word great again. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, but speaking of games and things that we've talked about in the past, can I, I, I need to give a shout-out and a thank you. Sure. Because I showed up, uh, my, my friend Jackie cuts my hair, and so yeah. I, I go to her. She's available Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So I went there on Saturday with my son to get my hair cut. And Jackie's friend, I show up, and there's a there's an Amazon box sitting on the stool, and she's like, this is for you. And I was like, what? You know, she's like. It's a menstrual cup. It was not a menstrual oh. cup. But, uh, and so she's like, yeah, one of my customers, uh, you know, knows that uh, you come here. Oh. And they, and uh, he wanted to get you this. And so I started playing this, like, weird guessing game. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I just stopped guessing. And then I opened it. So this guy named Craig heard us talking about pickleball last week. Yeah. And he got me a whole pickleball racket set. Oh, I got good. four rackets and six balls, and it was like so kind and so nice. And like, yeah. So now we can all play pickleball That's if we great. want. Like yeah. I, like I, I love prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Well, maybe the next time you show up <laughs> yeah. at Jackie's place, maybe there'll be a prostitute there. <laughs> I, I want to play pickleball, and I'm like getting zero feedback from my wife. Well, so Casey, I'm your pickleball buddy. Maybe we can play that. You should let's start a pickleball league. Yeah, maybe we could with, uh, with the real pickles from that company that sent you the pickles first. <laughs> play down at the uh, the, the pickle uh, fish town pickle project. I thought, Casey, I thought you were going to say I'm your pickleberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm your pickleberry. Pickle uh, so where would you play, Preston? You guys play down here? Or down well, there's a, there's there are some courses some around here, courses or courts around here, but down the shore there courses. <laughs> there are courts down in the crest. Oh, you, can go you guys are yeah. you guys are up the crest. So. Yeah, yeah, that's very nice. Very, very how sweet of people to do stuff like that. It was really nice. And I was like, I hope he doesn't expect me to pay. Well, for then, this. if I may, <laughs> yeah. dude, if I have to uh-huh. pay for this, I'm sending it back. <laughs> yeah, can I just also uh, let me just jump, thank quickly thank Lori who sent me this uh, cat toy with catnip in it. Uh-huh. Lori, thank you, and and uh, she loves hearing about cats, and she's got a I guess she's got a business per house. And um, so if you want that information on Pearl House, just contact me and I'll give it to you. But that's very sweet. My next question for you is this. If you are going to a salon or getting your hair cut and the owner of said salon is the one who cuts your hair. Oh, here we go. Do you tip them? The, as as the, the system goes, you would not because they are the owner. I think I would oh, still. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I thought it's whoever did the job. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's changed. 
Yeah. I, I think that, that you do. Okay. That was I, like... I, I do. Yeah, I think that was uh, maybe like an older rule, and this is just my opinion. I think now, yeah, you, you tip whoever cuts. Well, your I think Kathy, we, we've checked it out over the years. Like Miss Manners and other people like that have told you, like if, if you're if it is the owner, you do not tip, or you used to not tip. Well, I've, that, uh, but to me, if they've done the work, they're still well. And that was because I think I think that that stemmed from smaller salons, like right. when people would open up and say there'd be two, three hairstylists. Right. You you just assumed that you know the majority of the money was going to her or you know right. him because it was their business, and then you tipped the other workers. But I don't know. So I, I'm I, not I'm not a cheapskate. Uh, I don't, or at least I don't think I am, but I hadn't. And I was having this conversation with uh, a couple of people down the hallway. And one person was like, no, they own the place. You know, especially like if, let's say they're doing it out of their house, right? So they're not like uh, so that, paying a second yeah. mortgage on, on, a, on a, or a rental property or anything like that. And they're just doing it in their home. And so one person was like, no, that's it's their place. And then the other person is like, no, absolutely, you tip them. And I was like, well. Oh, I don't see. I think if you're going to their house, that's their business. There, there's not other employees. They're not paying out other employees, right? You're, right? you're just going to their house. You're paying them for their business. I think that's okay. I don't think you have to pay additional if there's, onto that. Yeah. If there, I mean, yeah. If you're very happy with the service yeah. and you're moved to Clap do so, hands. do so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It is, it, tips. Confuse me, uh, you know. I mean, like I, I, I went and I, I played golf at a, uh, um, a private club, and and uh, over the weekend, it was a friend of mine's a member there, and and so you know, one of the services they'll, they'll clean your shoes for you. Yeah. The guy cleans his shoes. Here's blah, a pickle, and I'm by myself, so I didn't give him a pickle, <laughs> but I gave him five bucks. <laughs> I I tend to tip on what I think X amount of work is probably worth as far as and dude, clean up my shoes real quick. Yeah, two minutes tops, right? I gave him five bucks. And I think he almost kind of looked at it like uh, he he didn't he wasn't you know in Ferris Bueller where he yeah. lays that dollar out to the 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 yeah. uh, the yeah. Uh, the, yeah. um, uh, uh, the, the guy yeah yeah, yeah. and he kind of goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I kind of felt like that yeah uh-huh. and I was like did I weigh under tip on that it was, well we should call him up five you bucks you gotta get away right and I uh, you clean my shoes and I've been wrestling with this did I tip you enough uh, no yeah, how long did it take you said two minutes it was super duper quick okay yeah. let's say it was two minutes. All right, that's uh, five. What's five times thirty? Right, so that's what he's. That's essentially what he made. Fifty. So he makes one hundred and fifty dollars an hour cleaning off shoes. I, don't, I didn't have that's kind of what that. I. Well, because I was thinking the same thing with the people that dry your car off after the car wash. Right, right. you give you give one hundred fifty dollars. No, no. <laughs> but like, well, if it took an hour, you would. If it took an hour, you yes. pay one hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but um. No, it's like, you know, it takes them... Here's $150. It takes the team of those guys in just a couple and minutes. And think I used to clean shoes. No, I, I know. <laughs> How much do you tip those guys? Five bucks. Five yeah, bucks? that's what I pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. or if if there's there's usually... Yeah, if it's uh, usually I have two people that are doing it where right. I go to, and I just give them five bucks. Well, that's go. what I mean. Yeah. If I'm going to th- hand them like two bucks and there's two people, like they're getting a dollar each. You know what right. I mean? I, to me, that's not enough. Yeah, if there's if I if there's a couple people working on, I assess it at the time. I, I you know, it's a volume. I'm a little skewed. I, I know I'm stupid. If they only made what you gave them, then yeah, like two bucks doesn't you know. But it's volume. They're there for and, eight hours. Yeah, they're getting a lot of it. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. A lot lying, of yeah. and, and so it adds up. So yeah. like I, you know, I don't ever want to tip too little. But I also like I've already paid twenty. You don't some want them to get cocky. I've already made, paid like twenty some odd bucks for the. Uh, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I've yeah. paid for a service, yeah. and and this is on top of that. And you've done this amount of work, mm-hmm. 
you know, which which is very very quick. The same, and I go back to golf. Sometimes they, they will clean your clubs at the end of a round, and some guy will just be standing there, like not even at a private club where they've they haven't been your caddy or anything like that. Just have club, a pickle. They'll clean your clubs clubs real quick. So like ten bucks. You give them to him and you think about it. Yeah. Just rubbing off those clubs, that's literally, that's less, that's maybe a minute and a half. Yeah. And that's making a, that's a solid payoff right there. I don't like, don't clean my clubs, don't touch them. You give him 10 bucks for that? Sometimes I'm that way too. I think if you're giving 10 bucks for for a minute of just cleaning, right? Yeah. That's nice. That's absolutely nice. Yeah, I know. That's absolutely suitable. It seems like too much to me. You know what I mean? Well. As in, in for for what you've done, what are you earning? Think of uh, my rule. Think of what is too much and then triple it. <laughs> and that's it's how it works. True, yeah. And then when I you're almost when, feel then, like... and in no time I'll be the one cleaning your shoes. Yeah. But I almost feel like you have to recuse yourself from this conversation because I'm stupid. No, you're generous. No, well, someone say stupid, but yeah. I, I, but listen, you guys are generous. That, that's a nice for ten dollars for that. That's, I think that's, that's I lot. think that makes sense. I think five bucks for the shoe guy is perfect. Do you tip okay. your surgeon? So. My surgeon? Yeah. Well, it depends yeah, right? if he like, does a good job. I, yeah. I wait until after the Listen, procedure. I yeah. like what you did with these uh, yeah. suture marks. Yeah, like yeah, the people I... that should get tipped don't. Right. <laughs> Am I alive? You know the yes. one who could really, re- the uh, the anesthesiologist, right? Yeah. There, they have a perfect, you know, how much uh, How much you said for you? Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here's $1,000. Clean my golf clothes. So how did this get started? I forgot. Uh, I got a pickleball set from my uh, <laughs> uh, my hairstylist. And friend. he tips the uh, uh, tips one hundred fifty bucks. She owns her own business. Do I tip her? Uh, pickleball, pickleball yeah. golf. So right. I, I for for uh, starting on Saturday and for now on to the end of eternity, I will be tipping her. You'll tip but, her, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, she probably didn't think anything of it if you didn't tip. Well, though, that's what she know? said. And oh, here he comes. I know, but like, <laughs> she's, you know, she, listen. Ebenezer's here. She's my friend, and so I don't want to mistreat don't care. my friend either. But, like, when it comes to, like, tipping, <coughs> like, I had a shed delivered, right? And then I, I'm talking to the shed lady uh, on the phone. I'm like, listen, when these people come, I'm like, am I supposed to tip them, right? Because if I am, and if that's what they're expecting... I don't Shed want to. Lady, can I ask you? <laughs> I told you I had a guy one time that came by to, to work on my dishwasher, and I, I, he was done, and I, I went to give him ten bucks. And he's like, "Oh man!" He's like, he kind of laughed. He's like, "No, no, no, no! You don't, you don't tip me." Oh, is what oh. he said. I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, okay." You know, and he, he didn't you kiss me. He didn't. <laughs> I want to kiss you. <laughs> he didn't laugh at me or or go like it wasn't an insult to him. He was yeah. like, "Oh, come on, man! No, yeah. you don't." And it wasn't. No, no, no! I don't want to take anything. It was almost like giggling at me, like. Oh, oh, how cute. No, yeah. you don't tip a guy like me. You don't, you don't tip the guy who fixes your dishwasher. Did he go? <laughs> That's good to, to know, though. Snooty. <laughs> Snotty. But then again, we had uh, some guys doing some work the other day, uh, working on our front door. Michelle goes, here, and gave me like 40 bucks. And is like, here, go tip him. I'm like, okay. And what'd you yeah. do? You went running around and bought something for yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, what I'll do a lot of times, uh, I like to buy the... Workers' lunch or something? Well, that's what that's yeah. what the shed lady told me. She's like, you know, just you know, give him a couple of bucks so they can go out. You're and very wise, shed, shed lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shed lady, shed lady. Oh, see you. Okay, shed lady, can I ask you something? Oh, hold on. You so if there's workers in your house, you'll buy them lunch. If they're working like outside and stuff, or even inside, I'll offer them. You know, if there's if they're if they're putting in a day and they're doing some some work, I want to make sure that they're. See, I completely stay out of their way because I feel like I don't want them You're to think, in their way, right? Well, and then I'm looking. I get right in there. Well, I start then I'm looking. Over their yeah. their shoulder, yeah. That I'm looking over the shoulder, being like, "Oh wait, can you do right. that?" Or I just want oh, that 
No. How about a socket wrench? <laughs> Do you like this? How about an Allen screw? Um, yeah, I, I can see Kathy. You put your hair in a ponytail. You're, you're, you're like helping, like handing no, the but tools. Even just they being they the... love that, and they love you asking constantly. What's that? What's that? Yeah, but even just being in the, like the same. I mean, I'll be in the same room, but like just not even not over yeah. them. Like if it was me, I'd be like, "What are you doing? What do you want? You can't Let help you here. Guys Get away." Do what you're doing. I'm going to be upstairs. <laughs> Moisturizing my breasts. <laughs> yeah, Kat, I stay out of the way too. Yeah, I stay out of the way. Wait, they don't so want don't you. You annoy when, them. So I don't know when they eat lunch or what. You know, like I. Well, you I assume know. probably midday sometime. <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm not. I'm not going to determine their uh-huh. schedule. Okay. Well, I, yes. I, I, I like. I, I don't. I don't uh, make waffles and stuff for ball no. boys <laughs> with the truck. Ding, 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 ding. Come on in. I'll, I'll float the, uh, the 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 project. The guy running the thing some money and say, please take care of the guys for lunch. That's that's nice to do. Absolutely. Uh, hang on, Mike wants to point this out. I think we covered this, but I'll go to him. He's been on hold for a while. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> hey, um, yeah, you guys did kind of cover it, but uh, when the owner is cutting, it's totally up to, to you because they're getting 100% of what you're actually paying for the cut, whereas the other workers... The other stylists, the other barbers, they're usually not. They're getting half to maybe, yeah, you know, it's like a 60 like, yeah. percent cut. You but, know, I, I think if, I, no, I, I understand, Mike, and I, I think, I, I, like, I'll tip an owner, you know, if, if you're happy with the work. And, I, I, and Kathy's right. It's become sort of blurred now, you know, at this point. Hang on. Here's, all right, so here's here's conflicting. Okay. All right, so this says uh, Preston is wrong and should not be spreading that information. <laughs> okay, what'd you say? Service technicians do accept tips. Maybe that guy wasn't allowed to, but I'm a service technician, and if somebody wants to give me something, I appreciate it so much. Then I had um, another one that says you shouldn't always tip based. Oh, no, wait, what was it? Uh, On height? Oh, why are you guys tipping people who get a real wage? Waiters don't get a real wage, so you tip them. I do. No, I know that, yeah. but but he's saying uh, them instead of people who are getting a, a straight up wage. Right. Yes. right, right. I understand that. Yep. Mm. 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 Yeah, I, I I'm I've uh, yeah I have my own thing and I follow. It. I feel good, you know. I try to make sure that everyone's taken care of. If they're providing a service for me, I try to well, you know. Take care of them. Clearly not tipping Jackie was uh, sitting with me, and uh, and it didn't feel right. So Do that's... you know how much you suck? <laughs> no, she she probably would have brought it up, Case. But, but, I mean, or maybe she wouldn't. But, I, you know, she's a friend of yours. I think yeah. at a certain point she would have said it. But I think you... Um, I think you'd be okay if you wanted to t- do it. Do it in your heart. Yeah, do it in your heart. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Right. If we haven't learned anything from Roxette, yeah. I don't know what. <laughs> that, that's definitely something we need to do: is take the words of Roxette and drive them home. Listen, listen to, to your, your heart. heart. I don't know that was Roxette. Yeah. And they, so they had the. She's got the look and that song. They, yeah. They bunch of it? big hits. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a stadium tour this summer. Are they? Yeah. No, she's dead. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's the rest of the It's only stadiums oh, that don't exist pull, anymore. Pull up, the, pull up uh, the music of Roxette. Pull up a list. I'll yeah. tell uh, you. Your mind will be blown by how many hits they have. The rest of them are playing JFK Stadium this summer. Are they? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joyride was another big hit. Uh, Fading Like a Flower. I'm a, it must have been Love was a big hit. Who them. did crap in It must myself. have been Love, <laughs> but it's over now. 
But it worked out somehow. Was it Sheena Easton? Is it You Got the Look? Yes. That's with, a, is, that, is that a Prince song? That was with Prince. They, right. That was a duet. Yeah. You sure enough to be down in my mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, she passed away in 2019. There you go. There you go. Listen to me. I'm sorry. Beautiful, man. We have to hear that yeah, again. He really we'll to, yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, it's a perfect Valentine's Day song, by the way. I was going to actually, before Casey brought up the tip thing, I was going to talk about Valentine's Day. Oh, man, I'm sorry. And because we haven't really acknowledged it much, uh, but that's okay, because the study I read said most Americans say Valentine's Day is not a real special occasion. So, So, it's my 25th wedding anniversary. Yes. So, it is a special day for me, and uh, my wife and I always... Listen to the music of Roxanne. And you should. Yeah. yeah. A lot of love in those lyrics, man. <laughs> Where's Roxanne from? Sweden? Uh, from Sweden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we wrapping up the conversation? Because I have no. a question. They're Wait. from Sweden, but we're not wrapping up the okay. conversation. It was a like a small radio station somewhere in like Indiana that caused them to become a huge sensation. No broke them? There was, well, yeah. Is it, was, it Indiana was, kind of the pipeline of all things Swedish? I may get the state wrong, but but I remember reading that it was a it was a radio station that got a hold of a demo and played it on the air, and it, as we say in the business, it started getting phones, and it led to them becoming this huge sensation. Who's so, that incredible song? Yeah. It was I, actually their parents calling the <laughs> What were you going to say, Nick? Uh, I'm wondering if restaurants uh, are enjoying the fact that the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day were back-to-back. Like, if it's good for business or bad for business. Like, if people went out last night, are they not going out tonight to celebrate Valentine's? We were going to do a delayed um, Preston's birthday celebration with a couple that we wanted to get together with, and we couldn't do it around my birthday, and we were going to do it this past weekend. But even, like, a week out, we couldn't get reservations. Oh, no kidding. Because it was Valentine's Day weekend, and uh, and everything was booked up, well, so they had to have been loving it. Okay, let me tell you. Let me let me ask you something. So so like for last night for the Super Bowl, and they can, you know feel free to jump in. Um, the uh, it, it, on us on Super Bowl night, is there a point at which food delivery, like because obviously the, my, the I ordered pizza, they delivered, yeah, but they were swamped. Um, I assume most places at a certain point. Cut that off, right? Uh, uh, I don't, what time did you order your pizza, by the way? Uh, I, it came about 7. I ordered it at about 6. Mm. I'm but surprised, you know, that the phone even rang. Yeah, like usually they'll take the phone off the hook. Yeah. Well, they they uh, they were they were hopping, though. I am sure they made a killing. I, I was just wondering how they, how they did it. I don't really it. know. Yeah. Mm. You know what was weird? Is, all right, so the, um, the, the, the game ended, and my son was at his friend's house. And, I mean, I, I hit the road as soon as the game ended to go pick him up. And I couldn't believe how many cars were out on the road. There were a lot? Yeah. Wow. And because I, the game was over. And everybody's like, all right, I'm going home now. You know, yep. so a lot of people were out. I remember when the, when the, uh, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. I went out quickly oh. just, to, just to get a, uh, like a, a hot chocolate or something. You know, just, just started out quickly. I, had, I paused. Yeah. And w- went out. It was empty. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like, Damn. it was like COVID empty and then some. It right. was wild. It was, I believe it. I said, if anyone wants to shoot a dystopian movie, mm-hmm. now's the time. Marissa? Uh, we talked about this on my podcast the other day. Um, mm-hmm. Super Bowl tends to be slow for restaurants that aren't doing takeout, so people aren't, like, staying and watching the game. Right. Um, so, actually, a lot of restaurants will close and do their holiday party, 
Oh. On the Super Bowl day, right. okay. um, right. because it's a good day for closing. But uh, Valentine's Day, that's any day other than a weekend, is great for a restaurant because it adds an extra day of Well, right. um, tonight, that, that, and tonight yeah. is usually the day when, when most restaurants would be closed, right? Yeah, yeah Mondays, Mondays are usually yeah. dead for restaurants. So tonight they'll, be, they'll make up the business because it's Valentine's Day, and so it'll be good for business tonight. Yeah, got it. All right, Probably. well, that's good. And, and everyone, I think some, a lot of the restaurants are doing that pickleball promotion. Right. Yep. And so they should make sure you tip them, though. <laughs> yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Bizarre file stories are on the way when we return. The Preston and Steve Show podcast, ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we shall go to the bizarre file yet again. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's start uh, with this story. This is pretty cool. Uh, Police call handlers saved a woman from an intruder 3,000 miles away in Canada after she had contacted the wrong police force. Wow. The team at Durham Police England were contacted via online chat by a woman who reported an intruder in her home in Durham, Canada. She had typed, I need help, he is in the house, before falling silent. Realizing the woman's mistake, Durham police contacted their Canadian counterparts and a man was arrested 30 minutes later near her home. A spokesperson for the Durham police said that the call handlers kept the live chat open while contacting Canadian officers from the Ontario province. Uh, who were immediately sent to the scene in the town of Ajax. There was a mishap in the beginning, though, where the officers drowned trying to drive across the Atlantic. Oh, that's unfortunate. They didn't mention that. They didn't mention that, no. 35-year-old man was cornered in a nearby yard and tasered. Police said the woman had been attacked and needed medical treatment, and a man is now charged of breaking and entering. Thank God they were able to do that, man. Assault and uh, forcible confinement. Yeah. Yeah. Inspector Andrea Arthur said this was an unusual incident. Very distressing situation for the victim, but the team remained calm and managed to help our Canadian colleagues resolve the situation quickly. Uh, they said, if we can assist in rescuing a vulnerable victim in immediate danger, regardless of where they live, we will do all that we can to help. Amazing. Passengers on an Air Asia flight had their trip rerouted after spotting an uninvited passenger on the plane. In a video shared on TikTok by a user, what appears to be a long snake can be seen slithering through an overhead light fixture. In the caption, the user wrote that the flight, which was headed from Kuala Lumpur to Tawau, uh, had instead made an emergency landing. Uh, the airline's chief security officer confirmed the incident in the statement, said Air Asia is aware of the incident that occurred on the flight. As soon had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. As soon as the captain was notified, uh, the plane was diverted to Kachung to be disinfected. And uh, he went to state that neither passengers nor guests were in danger. Yeah, right. Uh, but they had the snake slithering around. Yeah, don't worry, folks. In the top of the <laughs> compartment. What you should worry about are the scorpions. All right. The Delaware County District Attorney's Office announced an arrest in a 40-year-old cold case involving the killing of a Marcus Hook teen. Denise Pearson was 18 when she was beaten to death the night of April 14th, 1981. According to D.A. Jack Stolsteimer, uh, 50-year-old Wayne Walk, 58-year-old Wayne Walker is charged with criminal homicide, murder, and kidnapping. Mm. Uh, kidnapping. Peter Horn was identified as a co-conspirator, but has since passed away. Authority said on the night of Pearson's death, the victim Walker, Horn, and two additional suspects 
were at Horn's home, and at one point, Pearson tried to run for the door. Walker told authorities Horn hit her with a stick, making her bleed. One of the additional suspects helped as Horn tied her up and put her in trash bags. Walker admitted to officers uh, admitted to officers at Horn, and the suspects took Pearson behind Marcus Hook High School. Horrible. In the parking lot and uh, to the railroad track, and one suspect hit her with a railroad spike. But they, dude, this many years later, 40 years You're later, able to do it. they found who the killer was in the Delaware County District Attorney's Office or released more information. So, in light of that information, five points to Delaware oh! County. Exemplary police work. And never giving up. Five points. We'll add that to the list in a moment here. Wow. Documents recently filed. I wanted to overshadow the beheading story. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. You're really throwing them a negative a thousand points for that one. Documents recently filed by the Alabama Department of Environmental Management show that the infamous poop train may have returned to Jefferson County. All aboard. Problems first arose in the summer 2017 when Big Sky Environmental unloaded rail cars full of human waste from New York and New Jersey off a, off a rail spur near West Jefferson and carried them to their landfill in Adamsville. You can hear it's horn, Preston. <laughs> People living in the area said that the stench of human waste could oh. be smelled for miles away. I couldn't take it. And there was an infestation of flies. There were even reports of the waste sloshing around onto the road as it was being transported. Slosh poop, the worst. By the winter of 2018, the rail cars full of human waste started piling up at a rail spur in Walker County in the town of Paris. The car smelled so bad the town's mayor at the time compared it to rotting corpses. After months of complaints, Big Sky Environmental vowed to stop hauling in and out of is hauling in out of state human waste. Uh, that must be like you know the smell of your own farts. It's nice, mm-hmm. but out of state farts, it doesn't work. It's not going to no, work. Right? No. Resident David Brashfield said that he has doubts. He said, "I really never thought that it was going to stop because I knew the Big Sky was very aggressive in getting this waste to the area and making the money that they're going to make off of it." Horrendous. And apparently they found a newly constructed rail spur at the landfill. I would have dynamited the bridge. And they also noted eight empty rail cars. They said the cars had been unloaded in the last two weeks, so they think that it's going to happen again. Imagine you're the hapless hobo who hops aboard this. Oh, God. Damn. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up after this. Uh, About 200 birds have died overnight in mysterious circumstances near a village in England. Is this Uh, the, the footage? Did you see the footage of these birds just dying? Uh, I didn't see them dying, yeah. but I saw them dead on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the birds believed to be starlings were found between Waterson and Hazel Beach. Uh, there were 50-plus birds on the road, and you could hear them all in the hedges squawking and making noises. The birds may have been uh, disturbed from their evening roost. And apparently to an official, they said, uh, when this happens... Uh, during nighttime, it can cause them to collide with the ground as they become disoriented. Oh! However, further examinations will be needed to confirm the cause of the incident. Uh, the local council confirmed 200 starlings have been found dead in the road and said it was not known how they had died. That's yeah, the footage I saw, Preston, was in the daylight. It looked like literally uh, there had been some sort of large vehicle up in the air that just were, was pouring out dead birds. No Th- kidding. This black cloud of dead birds just fell to the ground and that was it. No, no, and they that still don't know how it happened. Wow. Alright, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Alright, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question. Trash music news. That stuff is up next. Hang in there. 
Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Would you like to win the Word of the Week prize? I think you would. Uh, we'll tell you all about it and give you the details in a little while, but you'll need the letters from every day this week, Monday through Friday, in order to win. We will give that away on Friday. So hang in there. It's coming up in a little bit. Meantime, we will uh, whet your appetite and chance to win something else. Uh, we're going to give away a pair of tickets for the Philly Pops as they are presenting Let It Be on March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Uh, so it's, again, them doing the music of the Beatles. Pretty That's awesome. That's pretty awesome, yeah. So the question that we're going to go with this morning, according to Steve, how many five-letter words are there? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. This is to see if you were listening, and it was not that long ago, about it, roughly an hour ago. According to Steve, how many five-letter words are there in existence? And if you know what the answer to that is, then you should call now, 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And what do we get today, Steve? Well, Prince Charles has tested positive for COVID-19 for a second time. Charles is reportedly doing well, but there is concern for the Queen uh, that she might have been exposed because the two usually do CrossFit together. Rapper Kodak Black is doing well after being shot outside of a Justin Bieber Super Bowl party in L.A. on Friday night. Bieber's parties are very popular because his attendees usually survive getting shot. Oh, my God. And finally, rumors swirling that 44-year-old John Mayer and 22-year-old Sabrina star Kiernan Shipka are an item after the two two were seen uh, with a lot of PDA at a Hollywood night spot. Mayor has complimented Shipka in the past, saying she's got the smarts and maturity of a woman 10 years older, which makes her still 10 years too young for him. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. Alrighty, we're going to test your knowledge of today's program and what we've been talking about. The question that I have this morning is, according to Steve, how many five-letter words are there? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, we're going to go to Angie. Hi there, Angie. Good morning. All right, Angie. How many five-letter words are there? Eight. Eight of them. Hang on, Angie. We are going to give you some tickets, a pair of them, as the Philly Pops present Pops Rocks Let It Be on March 11th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And the Fab Four's greatest hits will be performed live with a full orchestra. More information and tickets for the March 11th through the 13th shows at phillypops.org slash let it be. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dead air. So, Corey Taylor will release a new EP of cover songs and acoustic tracks called CMFB Sides on February 25th. And the nine-song project features the Just 
newly released. Uh, it says just released, newly released, first single on the dark side. Just released, newly released. Uh, so I guess it's that. Is it that Beaver, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band? I don't know. Nice Beaver. Uh, the CMFB Sides EP yeah. is followed to Taylor's 2020 uh, debut album, CMFT. Uh, the Too new, many letters. The new project includes acoustic versions of the songs from the LP, Halfway Down in Kansas. I was just kidding. It. I don't think it's Not any of the done. cruisers? On the dog side. <laughs> uh, cover songs. <laughs> Featured on the EP include Metallica's Holier Than Thou, Dead Boys, All This and More, and Kiss Got to Choose. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, well, actually, yeah, it's an EP of, it says acoustic tracks, but also cover songs, so it could be on the dark side. On the dark side. That's a guilty pleasure yeah. song for me. It's like a complete spring singing yeah. revival, oh, but yeah. it works. I like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. On the dark And then, then he had he had a John Cougar ripoff called uh, CITY. Do you guys remember? Oh, that? I remember that. Yeah, uh, living in the sea, I see why the hard times down in the city. <laughs> Another, and that was a very much a ripoff. You're right. R O C K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then he, uh, what, what was what was he rip off? He did Hearts on Fire for uh, Rocky Four. That's him. Yeah, Hearts and he did two Stallone uh, movies. He did. Uh, you did two of them for me. Voice, I'll never forget it. A Voice of American Sons. Oh, my God. And that was in Cobra. I totally remember that. And then Hearts on Fire from Rocky yeah. Four. And he's a guy who was from Jersey as well. Was I he? mean, like, yeah. Yeah, he's it's straight out of the Bruce Springsteen handbook thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from Jersey. Does it say there, Nick? That who did Total Eclipse of the Heart. Uh, what? Buddy Tyler. Well, Roxette didn't do uh, Total Eclipse Berlin. of the Heart. No. Who's, wait, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie, Tyler. Yeah. Bonnie Hunt. That was the business of doing this is I can name that tune. <laughs> I can name that tune in one note. John Cafferty's from Rhode Island, but I think they went through New Jersey once. Oh, okay. From Rhode Island. <laughs> I thought he was from Jersey. Oh, yeah. They've been in New Jersey. It's going way to watch it, then I'm going to go home. <laughs> we should play Name That Tune with Rocky. Or yeah. or, or, or was, that, I'm sorry, was that Rambo? It can be Okay. It could be Cobra. That's the beauty of me. Yeah. I could be Cobra too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe whatever you want. No, there's no there's no songs uh, full of hand ringing and, and teen angst coming out of Rhode Island. No, <laughs> not that I know of. Yeah. Come up in Rhode Island. All right. Well, anyway, they shared a Fighting bill with, with uh, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. There so you go. Why don't we split this? That's where I got Jersey yeah. from. Must have been. <laughs> we split it. Yeah, but. You had all those beers. Who had the roast beef? I was drinking water. I'm not splitting this. <laughs> all right, moving on. John Cafferty. Uh, John Cafferty. And you will be missed. Everyone. He's not, no, is he oh, dead? He's not, no, he's dead. Just not he's here, here, and we miss him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally miss him. Yeah. It's completely accurate. Yeah. I miss him so much. Hang on. Everyone yeah. says that I will be missed. Wait, John Cafferty doesn't have his own uh, Wikipedia page. It's just oh. the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah. Okay. He actually just shares Roxette's Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Uh, 
right. I never knew the lyrics, but I knew I liked to sing the song. Jack White released the video for the title track of his Fear of the Dawn album on uh, Friday. The clip was directed by White. Fear of the Dawn is the B-side. I don't like the Dawn. To the recently released Love is Selfish, which appears on White's second album (laughs) of the year. Mm, Make it stop. Entering Heaven Alive. This is the dawn. This is supposed to be the dawn. Sun's coming up. I don't like that. Uh, Due out July 22nd. The Love is Selfish. uh, Back with Fear of the Dawn. Limited edition. Tricolor 7-inch was available exclusively at Third Man Records. Is that Love is Shellfish, did you say? Nashville and Cass. Love is is Selfish. Oh, okay. So it was a shellfish. And uh, Quarter Detroit on Saturday, as well as Third Man London this Saturday. He's rocking a real, uh, in this video, Preston, a real sort of button-down look. Uh, White recently announced the first dates of the the supply chain issue uh, tour as well. Not coming to our area, no surprise. Of course. Playing Philly. Tobias Ford, speaking of playing in Philly, Ghost played here over the weekend. Uh, Tobias Forge has opened up about his songwriting process. During an interview, he said, when you're writing, you just want to make a really good record uh, drenched in as many hooks as you can possibly muster. The only problem with trying to create records for me, besides ability, is trying not to repeat myself. I said, I always try to write songs that I have never written before. I always try to add songs to our repertoire that we don't have already. And lyrically, I also try to not use the rhymes that were done in the past. He said, that's probably the hardest because you sort of run out of rhymes and words and phrases, and thus, you need to really sharpen up. Sometimes it comes out really good, and sometimes uh, I can look back on lyrics, and I'm like, yeek. Would it do better if he adopted some of the sounds of John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band? I think it wouldn't hurt. It's been a while since. It's very dark outside. (laughs) But it's okay, I'm a ghost. Oh. Slash made it clear the Guns N' Roses will remain an active concern for its band members with plenty more studio tracks still to come. Uh, Slash is currently out on the road with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators uh, in support of their new album, which is called Four. And coming on February 25th is Guns N' Roses' four-track EP titled Hard School, marking the first set to feature Axel, Duff, and Slash since the band's 1993 covers album, The Spaghetti Incident. When pressed about the news, um, uh, the new proper Guns album, Slash told Rolling Stone, there's a bunch of new stuff also coming, maybe a little bit more complex, but it's just as much fun. I know that we've got some songs, and we're releasing another one at some point soon, and there'll be another one after that. As far as the record is concerned, that remains to be seen as far as the whole package, but I feel pretty confident that at some point down the road, there will be one. So, they are talking about... very cool. Yeah. All right, one last bit of trivia, just to make you feel old. It was 35 years ago today that Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer began its four-week run at the top of the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, The song was was first released the previous August on the band's third album, Slippery When Wet, serving as the set's second single... Uh, Following the chart-topping You Give Love a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer toppled Madonna's then sixth number one hit, Open Your Heart, uh, after only one week on the top Hot 100. So it just shot to the top of the charts once it was The video certainly helped. You had that lion's mane of hair and became a heartthrob for 
A lot of women. Upon its initial release, Living on a Prayer sold a whopping 800,000 copies in the U.S. alone, and in 2013 was officially certified triple platinum. Italy in June 2020 saw the video racking in over 600 million YouTube videos. Uh, John co-wrote the tune with bandmate Richie Sambora and noted songwriter Desmond Child. Maintains that its success took him by surprise. In a recent interview, he said, That song, God bless it, but my God, who knew? Not us, I can assure you. Uh, he said it was created on a day when none of us had any ideas. We just had a conversation, and it came out of that. And I am sure happy my name is on it. He went on to recall, I remember walking out of the room with Richie, and I said, nah, it's okay. Maybe we should put it on a soundtrack or something like that. And Richie looked at me and said, you're an idiot. It's really good. And I said, I just don't know where it's going. He said, but it didn't have that boom, boom, boom bass line yet. It sounded more like The Clash. Uh, instead of doom, 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 it had something else going to it. So, but a massive hit. You can't, yeah. And a, a sing along. If it's on, absolutely. And there's a crowd of people. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Everybody's singing that part. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in music news. Let's take a break. Come back and wrap it up. Don't be gone long because we won't be. Be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I would like to thank, uh, we had a check-in from Beijing, China, this morning at the Winter Olympics. And I would like to thank Miguel Martinez-Valle from NBC10. He was good. I was, um, I started doing Christopher Walker. It was good. Uh, but uh, the connection was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was wonderful to uh, chat with him, and we've been doing that for a long, long time. Started with uh, Vice Sikahema way back when. That's crazy. Uh, and we tried to at least check in and see how things are going while the games are taking place. So it was cool. It was our one and only guest today, but we did enjoy our chit-chat with you post-Super Bowl extravaganza. Yeah, the problem is, is that so few people watch the Super Bowl that we yes. try to bring as much of it to you as we can. Right. Because, you know, we think you might like it. So you, you probably forgot. Get an oh, experience from it. was it. on. I missed it. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's our only thank you to do. Now we have to do our letter of the day for our word of the week prize. And there's only one hey. person that we ever trust to get that information from. And his hair blows like a ma- like a flowing mane. He looks like Bon Jovi it. today. Yeah, you yeah, do, you man. Do. It's yeah. really popping like You're today. living on a prayer. Yeah, I'm living on a prayer, baby. How did you get so much volume? That's my secret. <laughs> he doesn't want to give it up, Kev. That's his signature. I thought he was Only my hairdresser <laughs> knows for sure. Pierre yeah. yeah, works on the dock. Yeah, I am. He's got off the docks. <laughs> and I came up here in my truck. <laughs> and I'm ready to live on a prayer. Yeah, man. I don't know how you fit that truck in the elevator. It's not easy. <laughs> there was an elderly couple, too. <laughs> They were going to six, and I was going to four. I said, there's plenty of room in my truck for all of us, ma'am and sir. 
Ma'am you going, and sir. You going for cardiac? You're so <laughs> polite. Yeah. 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 Ma'am and sir. Ma'am and sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to be rude. Uh, the the fact that you but... would let strangers get into your truck is so is, is so telling. That's well, the kind of person you are. You grew up in Kentucky. That's how you do it. Kentucky. Kentucky. It's next to Kentucky. We're I like tux. this. I'm a tuck. <laughs> I like that Mother. they were going to six and he was going to four. <laughs> they were going to six and I was Maybe going sir. to four. It's the name of my next album, If Six Goes to Four. It's, it's great. Yeah. I was walking to the grocery store yesterday, and, and my daughter was with me, and we were leaving, and a guy just goes, Presbo! Did he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, cool. And uh, my daughter goes, where did that come from? <laughs> and I said, Pierre O'Berry. <laughs> well, there was like, why? For- and I, <laughs> I tried to explain it to her. You, you you don't ask why. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You ask why not. Yeah, yeah, it just happened. Yes. Look but- at this picture of JBJ. He looks like a baby. John Bon Jovi, yeah, he had he had a, uh, definitely a baby face. Oh my gosh! What I would call the cutest little baby face. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. and the hair to go with it, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah, there you go. That song is uh, hit number one thirty five years ago today. I am aware of that, and yeah. uh, maybe we'll play it. Okay. Ooh, nice. Maybe, in fact, I'll start the coffee break with it in just a second. Ooh. That'd be cool. I think that's what I'll do. Nice. All right, uh, should we do the letter, sir? I'm thinking. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three. WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter L as in living in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> living in Tucky. Yeah. We're going to give away a pair of VIP Mountain Fest tickets and an overnight stay at the Hilton downtown Scranton on Saturday, March 5th at Montage Mountain. And the package includes all-day lift tickets, ski and snowboard rental or snowboard mm. rental. Wow. Uh, Mountain Fest t-shirts and a bunch more. And the concert features Spin Doctors and Verve Pipe. Wow. And uh, fireworks display following the show as well. And you can ski, snowboard, or tube all day as well. That's a fun day, man. It sure is. Uh, tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. And it's at uh, M-O-M-T-N. So that's Montage Mountain, M-O-M-T-N, uh, dot com slash Mountain Fest, which is cool. And Montage is an easy drive, by the way. So that's really cool. And we will be giving that away. What's happening on your show today? Well, we're going to get into some love because oh. it mm. is that day. So every year on Valentine's Day, I do a giant love block and then I reserve some time to be fair and balanced uh, for some hatred songs, uh, for a song, for a love that didn't go so well. Right. Um, so. Um, Makes you appreciate the ones that do. Exactly. the one that does. Exactly my point. So uh, it's it's top heavy on the love, but we will get some um, love stinks types of songs in there too. So be putting your thinking toques on and uh, you, well, tucky people wear toques. They wear toques. And they're two tucks. You know what? You know what lyric I was saying about of songs of of hate is. Um, have you heard the? Or, do you remember the song Ruby from um, uh, Kenny Rogers? Yeah, oh, yeah, don't take your love to town. You ever read the lyrics of that uh, song? Yeah. <laughs> it's just flat out. Really? He's oh my god! He's yeah. He's like paralyzed from being in the Vietnam War. Oh wow! Ruby's running around banging everything in town. Yeah, and he says he wants to take his gun and put her in the ground. Wow! Right? But I was first, make me meet love. Yeah. Right. Don't take your love to town. I mean, the the melody is nice. And Stay everything. out and let's cuddle. It's not like I'll blow your head off. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty wild. So a, I, that's I, a whole topic of conversation, songs you've known for years. And then when you started really diving into the lyrics, you go, oh, my. Didn't know it was about that. Brown right? Sugar by the Stones is one totally. of those. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I didn't read the lyrics to that for 20 years after it was released. And I'm yeah. going, oh, my. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things change. All right. Well, great program coming up on the Pierre Robert Show. Stick around, of course. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston C. Program brought to you today by... Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow on the program, character actor uh, Bruce Davidson. Oh, he's great. Who's going to be on um, the is it the third season of Ozark? Fourth, Fourth yeah, season a, of Ozark. A, uh, there's two parts to it, and he is in uh, some of the episodes in part one, which just wrapped up, and, and it'll be in part two as well. He's one of those guys you know when you see him, you're like, oh, I've seen that guy in tons of movies. He's from Philadelphia. Yeah, really? Really? crap. Delco yeah. boy. So we're going to talk to him. Yeah, and Nick and he, uh, Nick's dad and he have this weird little thing in common, which will bring it to light on the interview. Tomorrow. Were they both in the Manson family? They were not. No. Oh, well, you know God. what? I don't know if Bruce was or not. Okay. We'll, we'll have to find out. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, tomorrow, and more. That's it. We're no. done. What? They were both in John Cafferty. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they were in the Beaver Brown band. Wow. Yes. All right. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Everybody, it's good to have you on the bat, 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 bat,